Bonjour, my brothers and sisters. This is our 23rd episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast, not to be confused with the 21st episode that we have apparently done twice. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> Merci to you for joining us on this fine morning or afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer. Lucas Ham. Also with me, to my right or left, depending on which way you're looking, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, Patrick Novosel. Good uh, morning. It is a good morning, a fine morning. Also, the other guy to my right or left, who can make us laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hey, hey. And last but certainly not least, a man with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, Mark Boucher. Hello, hello, and good morning. Oh, and by the way, apparently Ronnie saw the Super Bowl like the day before everybody else did. So That is correct. He has ESPN <laughs> both in his brain and on the television. Oh, wait, that's just... ESP. Never mind. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what happened? He... Yeah, apparently I said I listened to it like on Saturday the day before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, within just a minute like... of the show, we both screwed up. I said it was the 21st episode again. Because it was actually the 22nd episode, and Ronnie said he watched the Super Bowl on Saturday, which was good true. Job. In good job, guys. China? Was we that were true somewhere? <laughs> yeah, we were. Is that true somewhere? Like in Australia, did the Super Bowl play on Saturday? Like with the time change? Is that even possible? They're ahead of us, so technically I think it would be Monday, wouldn't it? Okay, well, mm. who's, who's behind us? Like China's... Already on Tuesday, we're on Monday. Who's on Sunday still? Is there someone on Sunday still? <laughs> oh, what a kind of <laughs> who's on, who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. <laughs> Left field, <laughs> third base. If any of you out there are time zone specialists, feel free to call in, write us a message, call us out, let us know how time works because I don't know. And if this is your first time joining us, bienvenue. If it's not your first time, then. Bon retour to you, mon chéri. Oh, 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 nice. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> to All right, before we get this is your first in... time listening, by the way. This is as good as it gets. That's right, my <laughs> friends. It does not get any better. The bar has been set, and you can just step right over it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get into what's new news, what's new in the news in our lives and in the world, I need to clarify some information from last week since we're already talking about last week's flub-ups. We were in doubt last week regarding some very important things. Uh, First of all, we were in doubt about Groundhog Day and what the shadow and no shadow and the spring and no spring, how it all worked. So I did a little research, got on that old uh, interwebs, and I looked it up. Did you guys know that according to Dutch superstition and the tradition of Groundhog Day, Groundhogs don't actually predict the weather. They oh. cause the weather. What? Yes. Mm. I don't believe I wonder it. it's a groundhog. That's, that's, what's them, that's what them Dutch folks have to say. So, so when the, do we just need to eliminate all groundhogs from the yes. face of the earth? <laughs> we do. And then, well, no, <laughs> then the weather will be all out of control. If they don't control it, who's going to control it? So apparently when they emerge, <laughs> I don't trust you. 
<laughs> or your decision making on who's going to control the weather. Clark, get over here. You can take over. <laughs> but apparently on Groundhog Day, uh, when they come out, if they get scared because they've seen their shadow on a clear day, they will run back into their hole. And when they run back into their hole, that causes, some say indicates, but it actually causes six more weeks of winter because the groundhog doesn't want to come out and apparently he's extending his hibernation. Okay. But if he comes out and doesn't see a shadow because it's a cloudy day, then he won't be scared. He'll stay outside and spring has permission to return on time. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, whatever. This all makes so much sense now. Here I was thinking we were just pulling some stupid groundhog out that didn't know any better. Exactly. But, I mean, he's, he's controlling the weather completely. No, so I think we should. Totally makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Going along with the groundhogs, there was also a question of the difference between a groundhog and a gopher. And they are actually in two different groups or classes of species. So okay. the groundhogs, a.k.a. woodchucks, are of the marmot class, more closely related to squirrels, chipmunks, and prairie dogs. So apparently this, this groundhog ate a squirrel, or five squirrels, and that's why he's so fat and big. He's actually very How long did this research take? <laughs> oh, was, my son was watching Dino Dan, and I had some free time, and I was like, I'm going to look this up and see what happens. And I started reading, and it just got away from me. So just the so gopher, you know, everybody, rest of the show. Rest of the show. Groundhogs. The gophers are of the caster or rodent class and are more closely related to different types of rats and mice. Oh, in addition to right, that, right, right, yeah, okay. So they're like a rat or mice. Of course. Gra- groundhogs have white teeth that are concealed when they close their mouth, while a gopher has yellow teeth that don't aren't concealed, aka buck teeth. You following me? Yeah. So. Hold on, hold on. And, and groundhogs. <laughs> Let me see your. You're teeth. writing this down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there. You, yep. You're definitely a gopher. Uh, groundhogs have black feet, and gophers have pink feet. And finally, groundhogs gorge themselves when they eat and store extra fat in their bodies while gophers have pockets in their mouths where they have the ability to store their extra food in their cheeks. I got to be honest. I'm, I'm never homes. <laughs> going to remember this. Unless, you yes, need you to are. Send me like an exam or, or something. <laughs> I'm matching like uh, one to A on the other side of the, the page. No, see, so there's no way. You're going to remember this just like when you were back in school and your teacher talked about some random stuff and you were like, why are they talking about this? This is science class or this is... This That's is a exactly podcast. what That's I'm thinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, my friend, the next time someone says, hey, did you uh, celebrate Gophers Day? You'll be like, uh-huh, it's Groundhog's Day. And let me tell you the five reasons why they're different. Am I right? <laughs> That's exactly how it's going to yeah. happen. Uh, That's exactly how it's going to happen. Celebrating so. Gophers Day. Okay. All right. We can That's, totally label this as educational now after this whole thing. I think so. We can double up on the uh, exactly right the genre that whatever genre we fall fall under, entertainment and education. Sometimes. <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> three, yeah, three different genre <laughs> nonsense as well. Yes, I'm with you there. All right, that's all I got. So let's get into what's new news, and I think we should start with good old Patrick. I'm feeling lucky. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this past uh, Friday, uh, my daughter had her first uh, her Valentine's dance, uh, and she took. Oh snap! Ooh, did you get my did you wife get your knife out to sharpen? <laughs> well, see, uh, I, they're in third grade, so I don't think they do the whole. Date oh, thing buddy! Yet. <laughs> yeah, You're, you don't but, trust them, third grade boys, my friend. Don't let however, them. However, don't, don't take a nap on them. 
when my wife got home, she told me that uh, Claire has her first crush. Oh, oh snap. Oh, and I am not sure how to feel about that. I am not ready well, for I mean, her to start liking boys here. Holy When smokes. she was checking out What's-His-Face's abs on that movie the other day, I mean, I'm pretty sure that was an indication she was, her eyes are opened to something. Just yeah, saying. yeah, but uh, as a dad, no, you know, no, I, I know, huh. I know how guys think, and you know, I need to make her stay away from them as long as possible. Amen to that. We could try reenacting that whole bad boy scene if you want me to come over when they answer the door. Oh, the for sure, uh, Chris and I have uh, are planning on it. Yeah, that's, that is good. Nice. Chris is going to be the I ain't going back guy, isn't he? <laughs> like you're thirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please do yeah. that so uh yeah while they were at the uh, at the dance clark and i we stayed home and we did puzzles uh, and clark he is an absolute wild kid if he is if he's up he's running and he's screaming and he is going for a whole 10 all day long but when you put a par- puzzle in front of him he sits down and he focuses so he has yeah. he has a whole bunch of puzzles like you know twenty four piece puzzles Disney puzzles um, that you know you can put those in front of him and he'll do one one after the other he'll do that for about an hour. So uh, he saw that there was there was like a butterfly one that he hadn't done before, but it was a one hundred piece puzzle. So I'm like, buddy, this this may take a little bit. Uh, and I was like, it's gonna be bedtime like forty five minutes, and you know we can try to get oh, it gosh. done. <laughs> and uh, midnight came, <laughs> <laughs> and it was right? like, what is that movie with Russell Crowe where he uh, that movie where he's super smart, and you realize at the end that. He's, beautiful uh, mind. Beautiful mind. Yes, yeah. your son yeah. went all beautiful mind on you with that. Puzzle, <laughs> he? he was uh, like, "Be so quiet, like, Lenny. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this right now." <laughs> Who are you talking to, Clark? <laughs> Don't worry, Dad. <laughs> Lenny's not gonna stop us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm like, "This is. We're gonna have to do like half of it tonight, and then half of it tomorrow." And he's gonna be frustrated. He doesn't know want to go to bed. So I'm like, "All right, let's let's work on it." And he was super focused uh he he was i'm with him looking at the 24 piece puzzles i'm like there's no way he can do a 100 piece puzzle and as we're going Mm -hmm. through about you know 20 minutes in you know he's done about half of the puzzle um he got frustrated um you know a couple times because the pieces looked like they would have fit together but they're not um so he got a little bit a little frustrated but uh uh, all in all, we we did that 100-piece puzzle in about 45 minutes, and he did almost all of it by himself uh, with a little direction for me because uh, he c- kind of didn't know where to start. And I'm like, look at these colors. Now find all the ones with the colors with this and then try to put them together. Uh, Wait, so, you, don't, you, don't, you don't separate them edges and insides first? So he doesn't really understand. protocol? Yeah, for, well for anybody else but for him learning he likes to go from the middle all the way out so like the ones with the most color he can put together and then he'll work on the outside but no Hmm. yeah he doesn't quite understand that if it's got an edge it goes on the outside if it's got a corner it's going to go on the corner so he doesn't really understand that one just yet he'll get there yeah yeah yeah. with with how much he loves puzzles he's he's definitely going to get there um and then on uh saturday 
uh, I've been wanting to get a PS2 for a while. So my daughter and I um, went up to the mall to check out uh, this used video game store. And we get up there, and I'm pumped. We're walking, and you know, it's right past the food court. And she's like, "Oh, should we get some Annie Ann's?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's get some Annie Ann's." And then mm, we walk to the video Annie game Ann's. store, and it's Sorry. not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Annie oh Ann's. no! Yeah. It's totally gone. Just like shut down. Nothing in there. Just boxes and stuff. I'm like, "Oh man, this store has been here for like ten plus years." And so I'm like, Sad "All right, day. well." Let's go to your jewelry store, and then we'll hang out there Let's for your 20 jewelry minutes. Store. Yeah, I know. Uh, Come on, Claire. Let's go to Claire's. Hey, I, I just want to say one thing about these video game stores, because there's been a couple that have closed down around my house as well. Yeah. And I don't know what that business plan, how they ever closed down. They gave us all $7 for our brand new games right after we were done playing them. How did they not turn a massive profit? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have four twenty five for every game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, but yeah, so you'll have that. We we didn't we didn't we didn't get enough get a PS2 um, on Saturday, so we came home and then my nephew uh, Colin, he's eight. Uh, he likes to come over and play video games over my house because I have a PS4 and he has an Xbox, so he likes to come over and play that. Uh, so we had a good four hour gaming session together. We played uh, Beat Saber. We played Astrobot, Ratchet and Clank, and Knack Two, um, and then nice. uh, so yeah, that was he's he he's he's one of those kids. Like I was seriously thinking about turning on Twitch, uh, just so people can watch him play games. One, he's animated, and two, he narrates everything that he does. And <laughs> it's like, man, he would be a perfect Twitch streamer. You know, I feel like he would be very engaging uh, with his audience. So. I was gonna put it on, but like you know what, he was, he was, he was like he would use every inch of the room. Like he's one of those kids that <laughs> when he plays, he's like jumping, he's running around, screaming and hollering, and yeah, like you know, like when you're when you were young and you tried to jump, you would put your controller up, and if you wanted to, to like drive to the right, you would like kind of turn your your controller to the right. Uh, well, imagine Wait, that. You but guys with your... still don't do that. What's that? <laughs> you guys still don't well, do that. Uh, doesn't that give no. you like special ability? To, that's how they make the controllers now. It's like we it controls with the motion. Okay, maybe it's just me. <laughs> it's, 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 it's absolutely just <laughs> yeah. you. So imagine doing that, but with your body and in <laughs> your entire body, and he's that makes my yeah. body hurt. <laughs> It, it was it just watching him play was exhausting because he's so energetic when he plays games um so that was a good time um and then on on sunday uh we did we did, i didn't go to church uh one was because i didn't want the kids to get germs right before we went to disney i didn't have to work in any area in um in church and so we were like, okay, well, let's just stay home. Mel had to do the nursery for a couple hours, so she went up there by herself, and so we stayed home. And when my wife got home, I'm like, yeah, I need to go to get my PS2. I'm going to go back out. I'm going to go to another store, and I'm going to see if just I can do a find little a PS2. tag team high five and be like, switch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I looked up on, online. I'm like, okay, used game store near me. And I found one about, like, you know, like eight miles away. So I'm like, okay. It looks, it says it's open. So 
there's like two stores at the same same store and one of them said close the other one said open i'm like oh please be right please be open uh i get there and this is in like a part of town that i've never been in before and i'm going through this like little strip mall and i don't see it i'm like oh my gosh it is not here so i like i go online and i go to the google images and it's just the back of a building there's no like storefront or anything. <laughs> oh I'm my like, gosh! Oh my gosh! Nice. I'm not. I'm not walking behind this building, just like knocking on a door. <laughs> like, hey, is this CD Game Exchange? Uh, is this a back That's door? A trap. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm not yeah. doing that. <laughs> so I sat there. I'm like, I am looking straight at this. I was like, where is this store? Uh, and it was just like it wasn't labeled correctly. There was like no like. Usually there's like big huge letters on the top of a store. Uh, there was no letters or didn't say CD Game Exchange. It just was a storefront. And I saw that it was open. I was All like, right. okay, that looks like it. So I walk in, and there's just a in a little window area. And I, I looked over, and I saw a PS2. The guy's like, can I help you? I was like, I want to get a PS2. He's like, Is, uh, you want anything else? Nope. So I was in there two minutes, and I was gone. Uh, got my PS2. <laughs> brought, it, brought it home. And then I realized, one, I didn't. I didn't also get a memory card, so I totally forgot oh, that PS2s are. <laughs> yeah, that used to be a thing. Memory cards. <laughs> and three or two, I don't even know what I'm on anymore. <laughs> Which <laughs> B <laughs> and D. <laughs> uh, it came with composite cables. Which my TV oh, doesn't no. even use. Oh. <laughs> nice. So I'm like, okay. Well, I went online, went to Amazon, went and got like one of those converters and a memory card, and then I brought my old TV downstairs to. And my old TV has the composite cable, so or what? So you didn't go back to, to the hole in the wall game exchange place and be like, hey. I'm back. No, my <laughs> parents were, cables. My parents were coming over in like ten minutes, and I was like, I don't have time to go over there. You know, it's gonna take me another half hour, forty five <laughs> minutes until I get it all. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just gonna go online and order it. So should be here on Tuesday. Um, so yeah. Um, so on the gaming front, uh, been playing uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, trying to yeah. finish that story up. I'm at ninety seven point one percent. I only have a few more things to do. Only, only a few. I gotta nice. get like, I gotta find like two plants. I gotta tame one wild horse. I gotta find seven plants, seven exotic plants, and do a couple hunting requests, and then I am done. I should be done. Are there with seven probably... exotic plants in that part of the U.S.? Well, How exotic no, are they? it's are it's, they it's like a, sorry, it's purple it's flower. One, it's a lady night orchid or something like that. Uh, I need to get 15 okay. of those. And I've found, I found eight. I just need to find seven more. Um, oh, okay. and then, and then I'll, and then I'll be able to be uh, done and get that 100% completion. Nice. Um, and then I also played late shift. Uh, that was like the live action telltale game. So that was, yeah. that was fun. Story, story was good act, act this one actress was, was absolutely horrendous. Um, everyone else was good. <laughs> yeah. She she had she had uh, weird lines. No way. She would just like all of a sudden there was like a ro- romantic scene just out of nowhere. Like they had to put it in there. Um, it was it was just it was some of it was random, but overall I liked it. There I got one ending, uh, and there's seven different endings. So I'm gonna go back and play all the different endings. Um, so yeah, I gotta get that plat. And then uh, last but certainly not least. I played this little game called Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. 
that never game, heard of it. <laughs> so when we were recording last last Monday, right after we recorded, uh, jumped on and immediately fell in love with that game. So this game is you know it's, it's a battle royale game just like any other game except there's a uh, the squads are three and there's a maximum player uh, of sixty in each map. Um, so I, and I'm I'm absolutely loving it. I love battle royale games. Uh, I I love, love trying them out. Some of them stick, some of them don't. Uh, but this Apex Le- Legends, uh, I absolutely love. Um, but when it came out, I'm like, man, do we have do we have too many battle royale games? Are there too many? Uh, developers and publishers trying to get these battle royale games uh, out to get into the space to get uh, you know ahead ahead of things to, you know compete with other better battle royale games. Um, I kind of think there's there's a, there may be some fatigue as far as how many battle royale games are or that, that that are out there. I mean, is that happening? Is there is there going to be some sort of bubble pop with how many? Uh, these games that are coming out um or is it just because you know like everyone loves them right now and it's and it's fine um did apex get it right i feel like they did um i don't know i just like i love apex but i'm just like there's i feel like there is too many and i don't know which one because it's kind of like uh splitting the player player base some people are coming over from Black Ops. Some people are coming over from Fortnite to play Apex. Is that a good thing? I don't know. Am I open to where I can say something? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I definitely see where you're going with it. Um, could there be a pop? Yeah, possibly, quite possibly. Because um, we do have quite a bit. I mean, you've got your, your H1Z1. You've got your PUBG. You've got your Blackout. You've got... You know, Apex now, you've got Fortnite. Um, all of those, um, you know, were kind of a- after the whole success of PUBG and then Fortnite, especially like the behemoth that is Fortnite. Yeah. You know, everybody is trying to push on and get some get some battle royales out there. And there are some even lesser known ones like Realm Royale and, and, and ones like that. Um, I want to say there's one called... A, uh, I want to say it's Escape from Tarkin. Um, that's a PC game. Did you say uh, Escape from Tartarus? No. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> that is not what I said. As much oh, as I'd okay. like to have said that. No, it's not Never mind. Not interested. Um, okay. Well, good. Um, <laughs> good for <so> you. <laughs> good, good for you. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's quite a... There's quite a few of them out there. Um, so, yeah, it could go that direction to where you could have a big pop and people would just be done with it. Um, I could see it going in the other direction, though. Like, it could be just its own genre of game. Like, you've got your your MOBAs, you've got your, your Metroidvanias, you've got um, first-person shooters and stuff like that. Um, the, the point is going to have to be how much can these game developers innovate on the concept, mm-hmm. and and that's where I think um, that's where I think Apex really shines. I think they've taken the formula and really expanded on it, especially in a system like the like the ping system. That is really innovative. It's it's awesome because you don't necessarily have to have communication verbal communications going on. Um, the the way that they've set up the whole ping system is incredible to where yeah, it, it is. just 
you can just get your point across without needing to talk to people. Um, and, um, and then also for me, and I guess this is going a little bit into my update, but, um, for me, the gunplay of, of that Titanfall universe is a lot more accessible to me. Like, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but like games like Blackout, PUBG, all those types of games, like I'm not as confident in, in shooting and, and stuff like that. Because I don't feel like I'm good enough at it. Huh. Whereas with this, I feel like it's accessible enough to me. It feels good enough to me to where I feel like I have enough confidence where I can actually take shots and and actually, you know, make them and, and, and actually contribute to the team um, and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, the, the respawn stations, the fact that, you know... Yeah. You know, after your yeah, after your after one of your teammates has died, it's not like you're done and you have to sit there and watch your other teammates try to survive. No, there's another chance for you to bring your teammates back. Now, granted, they don't have anything and they have to quickly scavenge, and you have to strategize accordingly um, to to help them get their stuff back. Um, and but that's that's ways they can they they're innovating on the genre. Um, and, and then of course, you know, the fact that they just dropped it, here it is, here's nice new game with complete polish and everything. Um, I just think, um, I think Apex is sort of, that's why it's caught on. And I think at this moment there's 25 million people who have, uh, downloaded the game and are actually actively playing, which is crazy because this game has been out literally a week. Um, I think that's faster than Fortnite for sure. It is, yeah, it is faster. However, it, you got to take into it, consideration it, Fortnite currently has two hundred million, yeah, regist- registered users. That oh, could yeah. be one person on five different places. Is that is that is that the case, or is that unique? People? I I have no idea. I really don't. I really couldn't say for sure. But um, I mean, like it could go either way. I could, I could certainly see it to where people get so fatigued that they're done with battle royales, or it just carves its own genre. Um, is there going to be some drop off from Apex? Probably, more than likely, there will be. Um, but I think it's it's developed enough of a solid following to where I think it. And what remains to be seen is. How good is their content that they're going to put out after this? Right. Um, which they're already... Um, I actually saw today they're doing like a limited time event sometime during the week uh, where they'll have special new loot and, and weapons and stuff like that. It's like Valentine's Day themed, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're going to have some special That's events cool. in-game. Um, so I think they're going to keep it, keep it interesting for sure. Um, and it's free to play. Um, so, yeah. I could see it going both ways, though. Yeah, and and uh, when I say fatigue, um, I'm not saying me personally because I absolutely love battle royale games. Sure. Um, yeah. And like with the PUBG and Call of Duty Blackout, uh, but this game has really uh, taken me away from never wanting to play PUBG again. And I don't know about Blackout now because this game is so much fun. It's so easy. It's so accessible. Uh, there is there's constant action, the ability to come back after you die, uh, the ease of the bullets, you know, finding, okay, these are just, they're heavy rounds, there's light rounds, and then there's, you know, shotgun rounds and energy rounds. And they're all color-coded, 
the attachments all automatically go to your on your gun whether you have it stowed or you have it out it's just mm -hmm. you are not in the inventory at all which you know it keeps you in the action keeps your your head on a swivel and keeps you just talking with your teammates rather than sitting in the menu trying to figure out oh this scope doesn't go on this gun what gun does this go on or what scope does this go on what kind of bullets does this gun take you don't have to worry about all that sure. um it's it is it is so easy so accessible and so much fun um i absolutely love this game yeah buddy do you guys think that the the limit to only three people like do you do you find that do you think that would affect the future of it or do you think they should ex expand it vary it from like two people teams or even singles now i think i think they will at some point uh give you the ability to do solo and duo uh yeah. but the but i don't i'm not sure about um going to four-man squads um at this point uh only because the map is not a huge map uh yeah. the map is small enough where if you have three people um on a team um i think is the right amount i really do um but uh i mean like look at look at overwatch overwatch is always a 6v6 and then they have modes where it's like 1v1 or 3v3 um so is there are there going to be different kinds of modes different kind of challenges I don't know, but um, but I think I, I do think that they're going to do solo and duo for sure. <clears throat> sure, cool. yeah, I think uh, yeah, I I definitely think they're going to do solos and duos at least. Will they do more than three? Uh, probably, I would say probably not, but I could be wrong. Um, they're definitely going to have different maps for sure. Um, they're not going to stick to just the one map. Um, and the other cool thing. Um, is they pull elements, speaking of Overwatch, they pull elements of Overwatch in the fact that the, what is it, 8 to 10 characters, I can't remember how many there are, um, they all have unique uh, abilities that you can utilize in in battle. Like you've got your healers, you've got your, you know, your brute soldiers, you've got, um, you know, your defensive uh, people. That Then they have all sorts of different abilities that... Um, is really fun to utilize um, in the battle royale setting. So, right, cool. All right, Mark. Yeah. Well, tell us about your week since you've already kind of gave <laughs> us a little bit of a preview with Apex Legends. What else has been going on in your life? I was gonna say. So, have you ever heard of this game called Apex Legends? I don't. I don't know. If I've no, tell me about it. <laughs> I haven't played that yet. I've heard something about it though. I feel like okay. that's a terrible name. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Probably I agree, not the Ronnie. best. It is a bad one. <laughs> It is it is a, a very name. bad one. I mean, like I can understand them not using the Titanfall name because there are no Titans in it. Um, could what if they, they just call it Titan Legends? Leg I don't, yeah, maybe. You know, Titan that, Legends. That, that that sounds awesome. Yeah, right. Let's make our <laughs> <Yeah>. own game. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> pew pew. But yeah, um, that would be bad. all right. I'll touch. I'll touch on the non-video game side of things first. Um, so basically, uh, last Thursday, uh, we had um, a big birthday party at uh, my favorite Mexican restaurant. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, El so, Guapos. No, Catalinas. not at all. Catalina <laughs> Macarena. Yes, El Macarena. That's it. You got it. Um, so, uh, yeah, my wife's cousin, uh, it was his birthday, and so the whole family, it was couple of her cousins and then my my in-laws and my wife and myself um all went out 
for dinner. Um, he got a nice little sombrero for free, and he got. Wait, the, they gave him a sombrero to keep. They didn't yes. just put it on his head and sing. They Feliz gave him a sombrero and... to keep. Wow, that's a cool Mexican place. I want to go there sometime. Yeah, I actually went there for my birthday one time, and I have my I myself have my own sombrero. Why don't you wear it when we record the show? Like Ronnie always yeah, has totally his hats that he that. wears. Okay, cool well, like next time next time we record, just remind me, and I will put the sombrero on. We should stop the whole thing. You should go get it right now. <laughs> yeah, we can wait. Go ahead. Patrick I can mean, edit it it's, out. It's in the next room over. I'll go get it. Cisco, it. get his hat. Go get it, Cisco. Go. <laughs> Fetch. No. Um, but <laughs> so we had... We had a great time for sure, celebrating uh, my wife's cousin and his birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Mark's wife's cousin. His name's Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Saturday was just basically a, a, a real chill out day. I tend to be on the introverted side, so those types, those types of days are really like my recharge days, where it's just like no agenda. Just, just chill out and do whatever. Love and those days. Just hang out at home. Yeah, um, but we'll get back to what I did on that Saturday. Um, and then uh, for you know we did the youth, the normal Sunday routine with uh, with church and and leading worship and all that. And uh, I introduced a new game to my youth group um, that has nothing to do with vomiting cats, um, which we Apex Legends. Yes, Sad that day. was it. <laughs> Apex kittens. <laughs> Let's get on that. Um, no, it was, it's a game called, and it's kind of a lame name, but it kind of makes sense for the game. Apex uh, Legends. Score. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Vomiting kittens, vomiting cats, Apex Legends edition. Go. <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, the game is called TikTok Boom, and and the way you play the game is it basically has like fragments of words like um, on these cards, and so like you pick up a card and it says like uh, like E A M or E Z or A N or something like that on the card, and you roll the dice and the dice either has the words tick, talk, or boom on it, and if you roll the dice um, and it lands on tick, that means whatever letters are on that card need to be the first part of the word that basically you have to, um, you get this like timer that's in the shape of a bomb and you start the timer and it can go anywhere from 20 to 90 seconds and it's randomized. So you could get it at any times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's kind of crazy and you have to, you have to have the bomb, quote unquote, in your hands, and you have to think of a word, like if it, if you rolled tick, and and yeah, how so do you that know what word that you need to say or spell or whatever? It's all relative. Whatever word comes to mind. Yeah, it's whatever oh, okay. word comes comes to mind. Ninety seconds oh, to come up with to come up with the word that starts with that. Yes. Ninety mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah, and then you have to think of it quickly and pass it on to the next person. Oh, so gotcha. You have to, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So you have to basically not be caught with the bomb in your hand because right. at that point, the you know the timer shuts off, bomb explodes, and you have to get you 
if you're, and you're dead. With a... Moving on to the next person. That's that actually sounds pretty fun. Well, basically, <laughs> you have to fun. take the card at that point, and whoever has the least amount of cards is the winner by the time the game ends. That's um, cool. Yeah, so so it was a lot of fun, and they they enjoyed it. They were frustrated and and happy about it at the same what? time. Teenagers frustrated? <laughs> that never happens. That's pretty much their lives is frustrated. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, it was a great time. Um, and then tonight went out to Outback Steakhouse with the in-laws, which was awesome. Ah, you went and ate some Australian? Uh, I mean, we went to a quote-unquote Australian restaurant, but didn't have any type of Australian food. Please whatsoever. tell me you, you got the marshmallow strawberry burger. I can't remember what it's called or what they have those crazy burgers. Have you not seen those burgers they have? There's like number a one, number one that sounds gross. Strawberry. <laughs> what are you? That talking sounds about? gross. As all get it's out. something like that. I don't know. We have an outback here that has three new burgers, and one of them is a literally a, a burger with marshmallows and strawberries inside. Note no, to I self: think... don't don't go to Outback Steakhouse in Brazil. <laughs> I think I know what you're. I think I know what you're talking about, but it's pronounced "shrimp on the barbay." <laughs> nope, that's not it. That's, that's not it at all. Completely different. <laughs> Thanks for that. But um, but yeah, no, it was a great time. Um, I just had like a regular burger and fries because I'm boring like that. But nice. Um, but it was great. Um, on the gaming front, um, yeah. Apex, Apex Legends, Legends, Apex Legends, and Apex Legends. Yes, yes, um, and yes. Yeah, I, I I played a bunch of Apex Legends so much that you know I got the um, the the beta for the Division Two, um, and didn't touch it. Me neither. I didn't touch it. Apex, like, sorry, man. sorry, Arctic Warlocks, we love you. I am so sorry, Matt. I'm so sorry. I had the fullest intention of playing, but then Apex like just randomly dropped. I'm like, okay, yep. Sorry, sorry, Beta. Yeah, I played a bunch of Apex Legends with you know, obviously with Pat. Um, I played with um, we played with Eric, our buddy Eric, uh, a little bit. Um, I played with Sheldor and Drew Roland and Chris McCracken. And um, I actually got to play with uh, Kale, um, you know, Chris's buddy, Kale Meeks. Um, the other night, um, I played with uh, B-Dog from the uh, MTTG community. Yeah, everybody's um, well. playing this game. Yeah, like, like everybody's playing. Um, and, man, it's just it's just so much fun. And I'm just glad that I, there's finally a Battle Royale game that I feel like I'm actually contributing to. Because nice. so much, like, I, I'm glad to be part of the team, and I do little things here and there when I'm doing BR stuff. But, like, this one, like, I actually felt like I was doing something. And it was just a lot of fun. And plus, I love sliding everywhere. And I've it's said awesome. it before, Mark, you don't give yourself enough credit. Because uh, I had, I just, like, 25 uh, chicken dinners in PUBG, and half of those uh, were with you. So, you're doing something all right. Yeah, I'm I'm the tag along basically, but you know it's all good. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do little things here and there, but um, I just felt like I was contributing even more um, because I I felt like with the gunplay and stuff, I was actually getting this game. Awesome. Um, so yeah, very much enjoying it um, so much that I, <laughs> I I gave them some real world money um, 
to unlock the the remaining two characters. Um, so I got the caustic and the uh, and the mirage characters. Nice. Um, so that's awesome. Um, and I, yeah, I'm just really excited to see where they're gonna go with that. But yeah, that was pretty much all I played this weekend was just Apex Legends as much as I can. In fact, I will probably play some later when we finish recording. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was pretty much my week at a glance. Uh, cool. So, Ronnie, how's your week, sir? It was good. And I will say one thing about like the contributing part, too. Because like in PUBG, I always felt like I was uh, I should just be the scout guy that runs ahead and gets killed and tells everybody where they are. Like, <laughs> for like for whatever reason, that game is like, man, I am awful at this game. I'm right there like, with you, Ronnie. Right there with you. Yeah, it was it was rough. Uh, so I know what he means now. Like I have actually downloaded Apex Legends, but I haven't played it yet. So um, I might have to get on that pretty soon. It sounds like uh, get passed by the wave here. So on Discord. Uh, it was mentioned that, um, man, I don't even know how many episodes it was ago, that I talked to a new girlfriend, and she was great. I think they well, said she it was great. Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sometime Discord, around Christmas time. Discord community called you out, buddy. They did. They did. They came <laughs> after me. Um, no, I'm actually glad they mentioned that, because I, I haven't mentioned it in a while. Um, she still is great. We are not together, but it was on very good terms. So okay. uh, she's a very cool girl. Um Yeah. Yeah, so it, it so that uh, I'm I'm back single again currently. I am the lone bachelor on the <laughs> podcast here. Mm-hmm. But um, represent. We're living vicariously through you right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing a great. I don't think I'm doing a great job enough for three other people to be living through me. <laughs> Maybe one person I'll try. Um, so my week was um pretty regular. Um, I did have a volleyball tournament this week. If you can believe that. And uh, we did not win. Was there money riding on this one? Yeah, there was. Almost every tournament is like a $25 entry for each player. And if you win, like you, you know, the two of you win like, you know, 350 bucks or 250 bucks or something like that. It depends on how many teams. It's pretty decent payout. Yeah, it was pretty good. We actually made it to the semifinals. We played really good, but there was, uh, there were some really good teams there. So, and the team that beat us actually won the whole thing. So that always made that made me yeah. feel a little bit better. There you go. Like, well, no, well, nobody so, could beat them. So, so it's <laughs> like you got second place because you got beat Ka- by the, yeah, the people kinda. that won. So it's like I got kinda. second place in my mind, but fourth place on paper. Right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, uh, the only thing I will mention is I actually watched Superman. What? what? No, uh, I don't believe you. No. Yeah, that's totally a lie. I didn't watch it. <laughs> no! <laughs> <You> son of a... <laughs> How dare you, sir? Oh, man. Oh, I was just about to quiz you on the, the plot, and I was like, wait. I was like, we got to grow him because he is lying. Throw this topic away, and we're talking about Superman the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we were so close. So close. Superman spoiler just, cast see, coming at you. Just wanted to see how you guys reacted. So Now I know. Thank you now that. I know when I actually oh, do watch man. it, you're still not going to believe me. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> it's like true. The boy who cried wolf. <laughs> I'm going to be quizzed thoroughly to watch it twice now. Um, no, the last thing I will say is I have been like Patrick. I don't know about I don't know about you guys. Like I watch a lot of baseball, so I get really excited about baseball. 
And like I'm getting like so I, I have the MLB app, like I pay like twenty bucks a year for it so I can listen to games and stuff like while I'm at work. Yeah. And uh I'm starting to get like all these baseball notifications and I'm getting like so fired up about baseball season. Like spring training for the Reds starts on the twenty third. So I mean it is like so it's close. right around the corner. Yeah. So I'm getting pretty pumped and uh I don't know if I want to say it out loud, but I am really excited for this year for the Reds. I think they are actually going to be good. I am too. I am too. They, I haven't been this excited since like 2010, 11. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 2010 was, was their year. That's, yeah, that was, they had a great team. Um, but no, they made a bunch of moves in the off season. Um, they've gone, they've been rebuilding for the past like five years. Um, so it's like, man, I'm really hoping this is like playoff push time, you know? Cause once you get into the playoffs in baseball, nobody ever knows what's going to happen. Like, yeah, all the but, uh, uh, analysts on the ESPN, they're talking they're talking up uh about the Reds. They are. You know, like all the offseason moves that they've done, you know, that they've gotten veterans on the field, they're not just all rookies. So you got some people on the bench that can show the young people the way. Um so yeah, I'm, oh my gosh, I'm really excited. They have a whole almost all, all new starting pitching. Uh their bullpen yeah. looks good. Uh they're, you know, like they look good on paper. And it was, I'm hoping, you know what, it was cool to see them it was cool to see them go out and spend like all that money in the off season for like these new pitchers and stuff. Cause like, you know, in our, you know, pretty like present future, like they are uh, present past, like they haven't spent like any money, like pretty much on anybody. Right. They've just been dumping contracts for the probably the past five years. So uh-huh. when they go out and like get like three major league starting pitchers, like you're like, Oh, okay. Now it's time. Like, um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Uh, I decided I'm actually going to go to opening day this year. I've never been, um nice. so i took off work because i don't know if you guys like like mark you probably don't like lucas maybe like in cincinnati opening day is like the biggest day of the year like it is craziness yeah mm-hmm. it's a holiday. Uh, with how many people like with how many people yeah it's it's a total holiday for a lot of companies like clothes and everything um huh. so it's just i mean it's like a crazy i mean this like the streets of cincinnati are just like filled with people like really? to get to the stadium you are literally just like trying to shimmy through hundreds of people well like, then i might you see you down there I am off work that day, and I plan on going as well. Awesome! Hey. Awesome! I've I've actually never been to an opening day, so I'm really pumped about it. And I like I love baseball. I just kind of never worked out that way. So, awesome! Uh, but but that is uh, that was my week, Lucas. Cool man. This week. So, just to just to clarify, I want to make sure my numbers are right. For the seventeenth time, you have disappointed us. Is that correct? Nope. I watched it. <laughs> Lies. For the 18th you, time, you have disappointed us, and you now just <laughs> jumped it up another number. I had 17, yes. and now it's 18, yes, so you've disappointed us twice in one show. Thanks a lot, brother. It's totally no, it's true. Good. I did it's, not watch it. It's all good. Did you watch it? You haven't watched an MCU movie, have you? I have not. I actually didn't watch any movies this week, but I did um, I did go through. So, like, it's funny. I'll just go through my TV guide, like, on some of the channels that play, like, a lot of Marvel movies. Like, FX plays, like, a ton of Marvel movies, I feel like. Um, so I'll go and look like seven days out and see if there's any of them playing. So I recorded, um, I think, uh, Thor, I don't know. I don't think it was Ragnarok. It was, um, what's the first one? Thor. Thor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, well then there's three of them, right? Am yeah. Right. Right. There's right. Thor. There's three. Thor, the dark, dark world. world. Yeah. Dark I think world. that, which one's the brand new one or the newer one? Ragnarok. 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 Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't get Ragnarok. That <laughs> Ragnarok. Ra- oh, no, I think uh, it's I pronounced in the 
the Ragnarok, you have to put the accent in a different spot. Blah, blah, Putting blah, the wrong blah. emphasis on the wrong on the syllable. syllable. <laughs> yes. That is correct. Ragnarok. Um, but I did get that. Uh, I got one of the Thor movies, and I also got the uh, Doctor Strange movie, the first one. Awesome. So cool. I'm, I'm kind of nice. looking forward to that one, too, because, like, obviously, since I've seen Infinity Wars and I've done everything completely backwards, like, his character in Infinity Wars, like, really cool character. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of, ex- yeah. I'm kind of excited about that one, too. Cool. Um, but, yeah, those are the only two I have picked up this week. Fair enough. Well, I actually did watch a, an, an MC movie, MCU movie this past week. Watched the... Uh, the no, I almost said the Winter Soldier. I already watched that. I watched Captain America: Civil War, which I sometimes count as like Avengers 2.5 because I feel like it's more of an Avengers movie than a Captain America movie. Yeah, but I I really like that movie. Like I know that it's it's kind of like Age of Ultron in the fact that it's more character development and more like them kind of fighting and them disagreeing but i just really like i i think the civil war storyline in the movie is superior to the comic book storyline um i think the characters are more relatable i think the the issues in it are you know if you're if you guys are i don't know have you guys i think mark's bobbing his head so i think he's read the civil war comic series patrick or ronnie i don't even need to ask ronnie patrick do you know anything about the civil war I played uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Alliance 2. Yep, it has yep. the Civil War. Yeah, that's that's yeah. close enough. That's that that fits pretty closely. I played it too. It fits pretty closely with the comic. But, you know, in the in the comics, Civil War is all about superheroes revealing their identity. And I think that in the movie Civil War, they don't make it just about one issue. Like of course they have the Sokovia Accords, they have the whole idea that there's going to be checks and balances and of course, you know, Captain America sees that there's going to be bureaucracy and they're not going to be able to uh they're not going to be able to jump into action as quickly and at the same time like you can see you can see just see both sides of that but then on top of that you have the whole winter soldier thing and about him like you know killing tony uh is that can i reveal spoilers oh yeah i don't care okay good spoilers because i think yeah spoilers for the mcu if you haven't seen it i think we've spoiled stuff before but but you know how Winter Soldier kills Tony Stark's parents and and like, you know, uh, what's his face? Steve Rogers, Captain America, you know, his best bud, his oldest best bud is, you know, wasn't in control of himself. And just like all that stuff that goes around it in the back and forth. It's just, I don't know. It's like just such a good mix of real life and comic books and superheroes. I just like how they fleshed it all out. So uh, I really enjoyed watching that. And of course, seeing Spider-Man's introduction all over again with... Uh, you know, him grabbing Winter Soldier's arm and be like, wow, this this really big metal arm is so cool. And like him talking about the old movie Empire Strikes Back and all the jokes and stuff. Uh, I just, it's so entertaining. So, uh, but my wife and I watched that this week. Um, also this, this past weekend, we watched The British Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian wow. and Voyage of the Dawn Treader. So the old school ones, the old school ones, and man, nice. I think BBC ones. Yeah, I think they're from the '80s, and they mm-hmm. have not they have not aged well whatsoever. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like not even a little bit. Now I will say the the one thing that I really give to them if you, if anybody's ever watched them or read the books, uh, these books by C.S. Lewis are really good, uh, really good. You know, Christian fantasy with you know with symbolism and stuff, but. They follow the books to the T almost, and they do a really good job of portraying the books, but at the same time, they're super old, 
the the special effects and outfits are they're just terrible. And my kids are sitting through so between Prince Caspian and Voyage of the Dawn Treader, it's two books, and when you combine the movies together, I think it's like I think it's like two hours and forty five minutes. And probably in the first thirty minutes, my daughter's like, This is terrible, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> She's eight years old. Now, to give you a little context, this is the this is the Narnia. These are the movies that my wife like grew up and she adored. Like she adored these movies. She saw them when they first came out. And so you can imagine, like, you know, when you see the movies that you have such nostalgia for that you loved growing up, like, you know, just think of a movie and then within thirty minutes your kids are just taking the knife and just shove it right into the movie and are just twisting the blade and they're just like, This is stupid. This is and my kids didn't say that, but but they were just like, Oh, that's creepy and look at that. Why are they acting like that? Now it didn't help. They've already seen the American versions of these movies that are more up to date, that have special effects, that, you know, they had all decent actors for all the parts. And in this one, I mean sometimes it seemed like they just got random kids off the streets. And we're just like, here, read this book and then say this stuff into the camera. Like, and this some of the outfits, like there's a there's a person dressed up as a dragon, and it's literally just a man wearing a a big, like just a big green suit, and he's on the beach, and he, the dragon's just as big as a normal person, and they're like trying to act <laughs> like he's huge, and his wings are like folded like arms, like they're not even when they go out when he's flying, they're like bent forward, so they look <laughs> like like an an insect's pinchers like they're just like a paper mache dragon yeah oh it's totally like a paper mache <laughs> dragon if you're if you have access to youtube you need to look it up right now and just put in like dragon voyage of the dawn treader british chronicle narnia i know that's a lot of words but just put something in there it'll show up but it's completely Lucas, terrible Go Lucas, ahead. you're you're basically experiencing what a lot of people experience when they watch old school doctor who oh this yeah it's the same idea <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, especially I know when you told us that Doctor Who was back in the 60s, I was just like, that cannot be good. I don't see in what world that would be any good. But uh, we digress. Sometimes old stuff needs to stay back. But I will say that at, over time, after we got through the first movie, the second movie was significantly better. And we all made it through. And by the end, they were like, that's nice, but we like the American version better. Sorry, mm-hmm. Brits. It's just, Have you guys ever gone back and actually watched a movie that you were like nostalgic about as a kid, and you were like, "Man, this sucks." Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. It happened to me with Mortal Kombat. Like, oh, I had like, yeah. I, oh. I had such like, I had like so much like memory of that. It was like the coolest show, like the coolest movie when I was a kid, and I went back and watched it like last year, and it sucked. Yeah, there's <laughs> that that it really doesn't hold up. The only thing that really held no, up man. was the fight scene between Johnny Cage and Scorpion. That was yeah, one yeah. of the best fight scenes I think good. I've ever seen in any of in the movies I've seen because it was just like it was good. It was good choreography for sure. Yeah, that was I like could... I thought like all the fight scenes were they seemed like they were in slow motion, and I just realized like the effects and everything of movies now. It's like I thought that was like this fast like ninja stuff back in the day, and it's like <laughs> wow, they look like they're dancing now. This is awful. <laughs> they're like okay, it's your turn to punch me. Punch me now. Yeah, and then leg sweep. <laughs> yeah, do a leg sweep. Sweep the leg. Uh, yeah, I just love the music from Mortal Kombat still, but that is, that's that like good. that's like a minute that, of the movie. That does hold up that part. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just the music. But we survived the the old. Uh, for me, it was actually to answer your question, Ronnie. It was a uh, weekend at Bernie's. As much yeah. as I wanted to like that movie, like there are 
the parts of it when the the bits where they have Bernie and he's dead, you know, and they're like playing off like he's alive. Like there are portions of that that are funny, but I didn't realize when I watched it many, many years ago that it takes like 45 minutes to get to that. Like I felt like that was most of the movie back in the day, but then I'm watching it and there's like all this dialogue and setup and Bernie's a jerk. And I knew he was a jerk, but when I was an adult and I watched the movie, I was like, man, he is super jerk. And like just all the stuff they talked about, I was like, this is awful. I, I think I fell asleep while I was watching it with my wife and she's like punching me in the throat and like, I'm watching this just because you want to and you're asleep, asleep. <laughs> so that ended that. Uh, but beyond movies, um, I as I told you guys last week, I was teaching or I'm teaching English classes again, just doing private classes over uh, over video feed on the Internet. And I, I have one of my students. His name is Adriano. And in our second class, uh, he told me he is one of our new listeners of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Oh, no nice. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So in our first class, I, he, he told me he listened to podcasts. And I'm like, oh, what do you listen to? And he said, well, these two, there's these two podcasts I listen to. And he, gave, he sent me the links to them. I just wanted to check them out. And they are like pure, you know, teaching you English podcasts. And I'm like, well, you keep listening to that because that's good to give you a base, give you vocabulary. But you know what would really help if you listen to something that would be like natural conversation? So it would kind of challenge your listening skills. I'm like, I want to suggest, shamelessly, a podcast for you to listen to. And so I suggested the Good Morning Guys, and he told me in my, our second class that he listened. He started listening to our podcast, and he said, cool. it is really funny. He really enjoyed it. He thought hey. it was really funny. He said there's a number of times that he has to re- like rewind. He has to go back and listen to it again to, uh-huh. to kind of catch the context and some of the things because we talk a little faster uh, for him. But I want to give a shout-out to Adriano. Thanks for listening, buddy, and uh, see you in our next class. Um, awesome. But yeah, so he's, he's one of our new listeners. Um, another cool thing that happened this past week is I was substitute teaching and kind of as I shared the week before. And, you know, when you're a substitute teacher, as I think I've also mentioned, you're really a glorified babysitter. But um, I had this kind of opportunity uh, when the students were supposed to be doing their classwork and they decided not to. And me being the kind of laid back guy, I wasn't going to be like, get to work, do your work. Uh, I just kind of listened in on what they were talking about. And they're like, hey, Mr. Swisher, do you want to join us in conversation? We're debating the the existence of God. And I'm like, all right. Oh, wow. Bring it. (laughs) You know, and I'd already told them that I'm a pastor. So they knew, you know, and they, and they, they're, my wife is their teacher. So they know a little bit about me. And so they, they invited me to the conversation. And there was really just one kid. uh, His name's Joseph that, he really was genuinely wanting to talk about the existence of God because, as you know, when you, you're a teenager especially, when you're a teenager and in college later on, you really have to wrestle with what you believe. You have to wrestle with faith. You have to wrestle with disappointment, success, and, and everything. Uh, and so he was really just, he was genuinely wanting to discuss the existence of God because he was just having a hard time with it. And, you know, all the, all the different students were kind of giving their opinion and talking back and forth, and, and everybody was being really cool about it and really, you know, talking in a civil way, being genuine. And towards the end of the conversation, you know, I had just kind of sat back and listened for a while, and I find that I do my best discussion when I kind of listen to hear people's perspective before I kind of jump in and, and share what I think. But towards the end of the conversation, they were like, well, Mr. Swisher, what do you think? And, you know, I kind of said a few things and gave 
kind of a feedback on the things that they had said, kind of just to show that I'd been listening. And, and Joseph, especially who was struggling with, uh, with it, you know, I just kind of wanted to engage some of the comments he had made. And after I did that, he, he started talking about his parents, his parents' divorce, how they used to be, you know, missionaries and, then they got divorced and he just didn't understand how godly people could do that. And, and it was really affecting his viewpoint of God and he started to get emotional and, you know, he started to, you know, but, but in a good way, just to kind of like, kind of just letting it out. And, you know, we, we kept talking after that and, and we finished kind of wrapped things up and he said, he, you know, he thanked all of us and thanked me for, for talking about it. And then when I was at lunch eating with the teachers, one of the other students in the class came by and, and she said, I really want to thank you for talking with Joseph. Uh, she said, in the, all the years I've known him, that's only the second time I've seen him open up about God and open up about his personal life. And awesome. you really made an impact on nice. his life. And I was like, that's really cool. yes, this is why I'm doing this. And it was just yeah. so cool to, to be a part of that and to have kind of like that, you know, that God moment to impact somebody's life. So... You know, I know, I know that sometimes we don't like to debate things and, and kind of shy away from controversial topics. But I want to encourage you that, you know, if you if you if there's any chance that whoever you're talking to or debating with is maybe coming from a genuine perspective or, or maybe even in the discussions, something can happen like, you know, some good can come out of it. So uh, that was just something that that was really cool that happened this past week. Um, cool. Beyond that, on the gaming front, uh Today, I woke up this morning and worked on my resolutions. I did a little Bible reading, did a little prayer time, and then I was like, I've got to finish up this bullet storm game that I've been playing for way too long. And I thought, I think I only have a couple missions left. I, I should be able to finish it. I thought I'd be on there an hour. Well, four hours later, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when is this going to end? Well, I rolled credits and I finished it, and I was very excited to do so. But the main reason that I wanted to finish it is because I am now the proud owner of Fallout 76. And I'm about, I'm about to head into yeah. digital West Virginia, and I can't tell you guys how excited I am. So to give you the short version of the story, on Friday night, I did not... Now, I, I want to preface this by also saying I did not break my resolution. So I did not buy a game. I do own a new game, but it, it, it was gifted to me. On Friday night, someone sent me a message saying there was a sale going on, and they sent a picture of Fallout 76 uh, at a sale price of some some dollars. And I was like, why, why would you do this to me? You know I don't want to buy games right now. Why would you send me a picture of this game on sale? And they were like, don't worry about it. I got you covered. And they sent me codes to download Fallout 76. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And you know who it was, folks? It was Patrick stinking Novacell. Freaking <laughs> Novacell. Knew it. <laughs> Patrick, my very own personal Santa Claus, just showed up and said, hey, buddy, I got something for you. And I was so, uh, I was so surprised, and I'm so excited. I, w I couldn't stop thinking about uh, our friendship, of course, all weekend, but I also could not stop thinking about Fallout 76 all weekend because I want to play... I want. I want to not only want to play the game. I want to. I want to see like my hometown in this game and walk around West Virginia and and just finally see my my state in like a video game. You know, it's just 
it's such a cool thing to think about. So, and I know it's going to have glitches and I know that I'm going to get kicked off the server. And I know that like, there's going to be like four buildings in my town. It's probably not even going to be that big. There's like only 7,000 people in Grafton. So I can't imagine it being huge, but it's going to have something that I'm going to recognize and it's going to be cool. But, uh, one thing that was ironic about Patrick doing that is actually today is happy national make a friend day. Now, even though he's already my friend, he definitely reached the next level of friendship. So you just made an extra special friend in me, Patrick Novosel. Thank you very much, sir. And you oh, keep an eye welcome. out for... I hope, you, I hope for, you enjoy the game. Yeah, for sure. I will be enjoying it, and uh, it'll, be, it'll be a blast. But speaking of making friends, you know, the best place to make a friend is not just in video games and buying people video games. That's a good way to make friends, but it's not the best way. I would say that in most of our experiences, the best way and the easiest way to make friends is through school. You know, growing up, elementary, middle, high school, it's the best place to make friends. And so when I was thinking about National Make-A-Friend Day, I was thinking about what Patrick did for me, I thought, we need to talk about school. We need to talk about the very beginning when we first got into school, when we first got into the system with lunch ladies and recess and all them fun, exciting classes of math and science and all those things. And so that is our topic of the show. So let's dive right in to elementary school. So today we are starting our multi-top our multi-part topic of school with elementary school. Of course, eventually we're going to talk about middle school, we're going to talk about high school and college, but this morning or afternoon, evening or night, we're going to be talking about elementary school. So, to start us out, we're going to do things a little different. Uh we had such a positive response and so many responses from the community. Uh this topic is going to be mostly driven by our community. So, the things we have to share, the things we want to talk about, our elementary experiences are kind of going to kind of all revolve around uh, what the community had to say and what they had to ask about, uh, because I have a feeling when they bring up some of the stuff they bring up that it's going to remind us of our own memories and may even have to do with what we already planned on sharing. Uh, but we're going to start with the old dogs in our community and start with Travis Popsicle, our good old Travis Popsicle. I can't even try to say his name. I don't even know why I tried. <laughs> Pospicel. 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 There it is. Pospicel. It's French for popsicle. Okay. So Travis <laughs> Popsicle. Oh, popsicle. <laughs> okay. So Travis had this to say on the Discord to start out our elementary school discussion. Uh, what things are different from when you went to elementary to the elementary schools now? Uh, I went from 1978 to 1984, and there were no cell phones. We communicated mostly by meeting up in a field to play wiffle ball or knocking on their door. We could walk six blocks to school without someone holding our hand, even in bad weather. We ate triple-decker PB&Js with a little carton of chocolate milk for lunch every single day, unless it was pizza day, of course. Garbage pail kids, muscle men, figures, collecting comics and baseball cards and riding bikes was the cool thing to do. We rarely watched TV. Even if it was raining, we were outside playing. My stepdad had a great job, so we always had the latest video game systems, Atari and NES at the time. It was a great time to be a kid. 
and one of the coolest memories was seeing Return of the Jedi in the theaters. I think what? I saw it. Yeah, I know, right? I think I saw it three times with friends. When I was 13, this is a different story. When I was 13, Rad was the movie, and I wanted nothing more than to be as good as Crew Jones on a BMX. Man, I miss all that. Now, I want to say before we get in, because there's a lot of stuff that he mentioned that we probably want to comment on, but I also saw Return of the Jedi in the movie theaters when I was six months old. Wow. (laughs) My parents took me when they went to see Return of the Jedi, and uh, that's like the only couldn't find a babysitter they apparently couldn't <laughs> find a babysitter and i was apparently a sleeper so i wasn't a screamer and so they took me right into return of the jedi so i actually saw it in the theater also travis popsicle so you were not alone <laughs> even though you were probably a little older since you went to elementary school uh when i was zero to two years old so so did anything pop out for you guys well first of all let's answer his question that he asked right at the beginning uh what things are different from when you went to elementary school to how elementary schools are now I don't know how uh, much you guys know about elementary schools now, but let's see what I will you know. Say, I will say one thing that I've noticed uh, more so now than there was back then. Like when when my parents would send me off to school, they'd be like, okay, go to the bus stop. Have a good day at school. Bye. But now, and, and I would just walk down to the bus stop. Yeah. Now, like parents literally have to be there at the bus stop. Like, they have to be there to pick up their kids. They have to be there to drop off their kids. All that kind of stuff. They have to literally be there. That's what I'm noticing more and more. Now, I'm sure that's a that's a reflection of the times we live in now where, you know, things have gotten a little worse in terms of, you know, ch- you know child safety and stuff like that. You've right. got some pretty, pretty horrible people out there. Um but um, yeah, I just noticed that like I think now that's kind of a requirement that that parents have to be there to kind of pick up their kids, uh, or at least they choose to go down there and, and, and pick up their kids or and drop off their kids. I don't know, um, but that's just something I've noticed more and more. Yeah, my parents were like, "Nah, bye. Here's your backpack. Here's your lunch. Okay, bye. <laughs> Get out of the house, Mark. Get bye, out of here. buddy." Go Hope you find the school. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you find school. Don't you miss the bus because I'm not driving you to school. That's right. <laughs> You'll be grounded. Yeah. What about you, Patrick? Do you notice any differences since you have some, you have at least one elementary school kid? Now, for me, uh, I don't know the difference between elementary schools back then uh, to now because I was actually homeschooled. In elementary what? school. What? Are you serious? Oh, you were? I am man. serious. Yeah. You were one yeah. of those kids? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that explains yeah. so much about you. <laughs> Did you just hear the disgust in Lucas's Oh, you're one of those kids. Oh, I was just playing along. I don't mean it. I had no choice in it, Lucas. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. <laughs> Mommy made me do it. Yeah, so uh, I was homeschooled oh, my, out well, of my own home. Enough. My mom was my teacher. So I uh I went to I actually went to elementary school in kindergarten and first grade, and then that I was counts. homeschooled from second grade all the way through seventh. So uh yeah I don't all the only thing I know of the, of the differences between elementary schools back then to now is only from my wife because my wife uh, was a teacher, and the things that are different now uh, in school is there's a lot of testing, 
Uh, oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. They, they teach to test. That's pretty much oh, what it is. It's ridiculous. Uh, and learning the new way of doing math, I'm like, I don't oh, know. Like, no. I am, oh, that Common Core stuff? You mean the wrong I, way to do math? It's the wrong <laughs> way, not the new way. There's so nothing weird. new about it. It's the wrong it's way. It's like 7 times 7 is 49. Why do you have to make it into a more complicated equation? It, it, it is yeah, what it is. Called, math is math. It's called <laughs> multiplication tables. You memorize 7 times 7 is 49. That's it. You say it over and over again until you remember <laughs> and never forget yeah. Uh, that, and there's exactly there's right. a scene in, in Incredibles 2 where the dad is at the dinner table oh, yeah. trying to teach I dashes, <laughs> and he's like, "Math is math. Why do they do it? Why are they trying to change it?" You know, and I started <laughs> yeah. laughing because I was like, "I I I know what he's talking about. Just trying to teach Claire." It's like, oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. And going along with that, like one thing that I find that's different going along with the way they educate, I do not remember doing anything educational in kindergarten like you played with blocks you had nap time (laughs) you (laughs) you 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 paint plates you you do like animals music songs where you dance like an animal like my son's in kindergarten he's doing math and he's like learning another language learning other language yeah he's learning (laughs) portuguese and english and everything else and i'm like Man, that's horrible. We just had fun in <laughs> kindergarten. Like it was like the primer, the buffer between first grade elementary school. Like kindergarten, maybe to some people is not elementary school. I lump it in because it really was like the primer or the buffer to kind of help yeah. you reach elementary school and start kind of getting into the rhythm of you know lunchtime and getting up early and following a structure. But man, right. they I'm surprised they don't test these kids in kindergarten the way they they uh, you know they do every other grade. The other, uh, the other thing is, too, graduation. They have kindergarten graduation. They have elementary yeah, school graduation. They have graduation. middle school graduation. They have, yeah, yeah. and of course, high school and college. Wait, why? Why? We, what do we have to graduate from everything? Like, like, let's do, I don't know. I can't think of another graduation You're, in this we're moment. We're about to but, graduate from the episode 23 of the Good yeah, Morning Guys podcast. Burr, Congratulations. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Are we sure it's not 22? <laughs> no, it's welcome to the third 21st episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. We're so glad you're here. It's the inaugural 23rd episode. Yeah. Like someone gives you a high five, you you go to the next level and that's the reward is getting to go to the next level. That's the mm-hmm. difference. And the high five. You know, exactly, with a little high five maybe. Uh, high five's a reward, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, did you guys hear anything that Travis mentioned that you uh, related to? Do you guys... I think he mentioned like the cell phones, didn't he? Like in there. So well, he mentioned that there were no cell phones whatsoever. Yeah. So like, I really didn't grow up with a cell phone. I think like I got my first one probably in like the fifth or sixth grade. So yeah. I got one of those um, those like Nokia ones where you could change the face plates. Oh yep. yeah, the that was like the first ones. Yeah, that was like the first phone that I had. Just to show our age difference, that was my college phone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember I had like a like a little flames like faceplate for, and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And in retrospect, I realized like that is the worst thing. (laughs) Lucky I didn't get a cell phone until I was like seventeen, so I didn't get (laughs) I didn't get one that early. Look out! Well, I know one thing that Travis mentioned that I still, to this day, if someone I don't know if it just if if I stumbled upon 
chocolate milk in a carton like that mm-hmm. tasted like that tasted like school chocolate milk in a carton oh man i would buy like multiple gallons of that like it and brings, just stockpile it brings back memories of rectangular pizza oh the yeah. cracker pizza with the holes in yeah. the bottom Yep. That, mm-hmm. that like the lunch ladies just pretty much took saltine crackers and put, you know, stuff on top of it and then called it pizza. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was some special stuff. Now, I want to know, so, is there anyone here that got white milk voluntarily during the cafeteria? Ah, oh, Ronnie, totally come I, on. I did all the time. Are you serious? You I voluntarily never, like, got like, white I milk? I think chocolate milk is good, but I literally never buy chocolate milk. Like I, I could drink like regular like one or two percent milk like with everything throughout the day. Yeah, but yeah, when like, you're when you're a little kid it's it's free, quote unquote. I mean it's gotta start somewhere. <laughs> it's free chocolate milk. So you, it you, always, you got the white milk. That's crazy. Always got the white milk, yeah. Wow. It always sucked to me because like I like I don't mind chocolate milk, but I like strawberry milk more. And they never, they never had strawberry milk. It was no, always like white milk. It wasn't milk even invented yet. <laughs> it wasn't even invented. <laughs> Apparently not. Oh, jeez. Uh, we had another old dog who uh, wrote in, our buddy Tim Pollan. He said, uh, in talking about elementary school, riding bicycles everywhere, cinder block and two-by-four ramps, kickball yes. at recess. Yes. Ramps, man. Yeah, them ramps. I was too afraid to go off ramps. Riding like I, bikes. I, I just too afraid I was going to eat it. Like, <laughs> like, oh, eat like ramps ever. <laughs> That's the whole point. I can't wait to eat the ground. <laughs> yeah. Eat just that the ground. danger. Yeah, I to break anything, so, you know. <laughs> the danger was the best part. <laughs> yeah, yeah for some, sure. We had some rickety ramps, man. Like, they were horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, you're we're like eight years it. old trying to build a ramp. You know it's not going to be very sturdy. <laughs> the ramp's always, like, well. straight up and down. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think I think my favorite part of riding bikes when I was a kid, um, I had one of those old school bikes where it wasn't like the, the handlebar brakes. It was like the ones where you had to pull the brakes backwards yeah. in order to, to stop. The most fun I ever had was like going down a hill on that bike and then suddenly hitting the brakes so you'd like skid. That, that was just so much fun. To oh, me. yeah. And it made you feel cool because mm-hmm. you, you made yeah, that little totally sound. That's the coolest. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, I, we rode bikes all over the place. Well, as we've talked about in past episodes, we could only ride as far as the weakest link in the group. So we usually could oh, get yeah. a good... A good two blocks down the street we could go, and then we'd have to loop around a tree or a sign or something. Um, but kickball, I will have to say that kickball has always been my nemesis because I have always been terrible at kickball. Like, mm-hmm. I, I never got the whole physics of being able to use your foot to hit the ball in a way that it would go far. Like, I wasn't so bad that the kids would, you know, you know when you get those kids that are going to kick in kickball or in baseball – they know you're not a good, you're not good at it. So they they yell at all the other kids. Hey, scoot up, come up front. Everybody scoot yeah. up, move in. Yeah, move in, move in. I wasn't that bad, <laughs> but at the same time, I was not good. Like I felt Have like you- I either skimmed it on the ground or I would just pop it straight up in the air and they would catch it. Uh, but ever, I was always. Have you ever listened to Brian Regan, that comedian? Oh yeah. 
So he he does a scene like that, Patrick. I know you had to have thought of this too. <laughs> exactly. But he's like he's like easy out. Everybody move in. He's like yeah. the outfielders were in on the clay. He's like the infielders were going through my pockets. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, that's my gum. <laughs> yeah, and that was always demoralizing. I felt so bad for the kids that would actually get caught on that. But you know, such is <laughs> such is life. The politics of recess was definitely a real thing. Uh, Tim Pollan also said he saw Star Wars at a theater, but he saw Star Wars at the drive-in theater. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, he also said getting up early, early for Saturday morning cartoons. That was definitely a big oh deal during, during elementary school. Yeah. Uh, we made friends, with, made friends with everyone, including the school janitor who led us into the gym on Saturday to shoot hoops in the winter. Small town America at its finest. Man, those Saturday morning cartoons, they were the best. Right. Absolutely. The best. Now, Kids I didn't don't. necessarily watch cartoons on Saturday morning. I'm, I liked Saved by the Bell. I watched okay. that one instead. But that, was, that was a part of the Saturday morning lineup, so sure. that's yeah. acceptable. It was like, for me, when I was like four or five years old, it was cartoons. But yeah, when you got seven, eight, nine, uh, and you got into Saved by the Bell and some of the other, those, were, those definitely count for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ash Michelle, 86, she said, I loved my elementary school. It was in Elko, Nevada, and I lived there until I was 12. Have so many great memories of that school. I remember helping out in my free time in the school canteens, plus got a free lunch out of it. Sloppy Joes were my favorite. Leesh. I don't know about that, Ash, but hey, you got to get what you You don't like Sloppy Joes? It depends it, on no, what no, no. Sloppy I Joe. like Sloppy Joes. It's school Sloppy school Joes. School Sloppy Joes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mystery meat Sloppy Joes. Uh, I think when I was in elementary school, I was still kind of naive to to what kind of meat was in there, so I didn't really care. And I think I packed my lunch most of the time. Well, I didn't pack my lunch. My parents packed my lunch, uh, which we'll get to that in a second. That makes me think of Sunny D. If you guys drank such a wonderful drink. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, I hated that drink by fourth or fifth grade. So, because <laughs> I drink it every single day. Uh, she also mentions I remember Goosebump, Goosebumps books. Those were a big thing then. Those were a big yeah. thing for me in in middle school, not elementary school. Yep. Uh, but she said I used to read them all the time. My best friend Cassie was in my class, and her brother Buddy was a year younger. Hey, buddy. Uh, our moms were good friends too, so we all hung out together a lot. They came to mine. To play my Nintendo, and I went to theirs to play Sega. It was a perfect match. I miss being a kid. It was a much simpler time. Days before all cell phones and internet, I would go back to those days in a heartbeat. And then she said, my question for you is this. How old were you when you had your first crush? Did anybody have a crush in elementary school? Uh, No, not me. Yeah, I, I mean, what were your options? Your options were your mom? Hey, some kids had their a crush on their teacher. I had a crush on my first grade teacher, Mrs. Henderson, and my third grade teacher, Mrs. Lake. They were they were pretty, nice. you know, for for a th- you know a little six seven year old. I was like, you're pretty. I didn't say that, to them, <laughs> but, you know. I, I definitely thought it. They were they were good looking, so you know. Okay, so technically, my my real quote unquote first crush was actually when I was like. Five years old, so this was before. Look out! Look at you, Don Juan. Five-year-old Don Juan. There was there was a girl like the next street over, 
that my my mom was friends with her mom and dad or whatever and i would go over there and i had like a big crush on her like i attempted to now this is you know five-year-old me i attempted to send her flowers in the mail like i literally tried to mail her flowers where did you get the flowers you were five years old so i picked them so my mom weeds yeah that's basically what they were um shoved them in an envelope so my my mom and my grandmother used to work at a at a days in in town they were they were housekeepers and there was like a little field next to the the hotel and i went out there and picked some some flowers from out there i guess they were like dandelions or something like that Mm-hmm. Um, and, and wanted to send them to her in the mail. Now, I don't know if my mom actually sent them to her or not. Um, <laughs> probably not. Um, but yeah, I actually attempted to like put them in an envelope and, and send nice. them to her. Now, you. granted, this girl was like three or four years older than me. Um, it's all good. But I'm sure you had a beard still at that time. Absolutely. You're like, what's you know, up? I was rocking. Rockin', yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Angelo, you want to hang out? Uh, um, No, but my my first, I guess, school crush was was in elementary school for sure. Um, And uh, she actually went to my church as well. Um, So we were good friends and stuff. But she was a lot more popular than I was. Um, And I just remember I went to see... um, our inter- our elementary school did a production of Grease uh, uh, for the for a play, and uh, she was um, yep I'm blanking on her Sandy? name Sandy yes she was Sandy in the in the play, and I went to to see her and like that was pretty much set at that point. Oh I Man, bet. I thought you were gonna and, say like, you were John Travolta. I know I was gonna say tell me you were John <laughs> yes. Travolta. I, I wish Sandy, I was John. I had Sandy. wished I was John Travolta at that time. But Sandy. <laughs> um, no, some other kid was. Um, but yeah, basically, like I had a crush on her from like elementary school to like middle school, high school. Look out! Um, and Did of course, ever- we kept going to the same. We kept going to the same church. Um, so I would hang out with her all the time. But you know. She was not really into me, and plus she was more popular than I was, so she she didn't want she want she didn't want to be with me in that way. So did you ever try to uh, profess your love to her or your crush? Yes. Other than oh, yeah. sending flowers in the mail. Did you send? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did not send her flowers. Shoved in some the mail. flowers in an envelope. <laughs> We're like, Here, no, 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 no. Just a barrage no. of flowers for eight years. <laughs> no, but there was some points where like they actually made made fun of me because she like started dating this other kid and they made fun of me because they knew that i had a crush on her and and basically kids taunting me in the fact like yeah yeah, yeah kids, kids are, are really brutal. mean <laughs> um so but yeah that was my my first actual crush was in um other than the one when i was five right but that i don't count but in elementary school that yeah, was yeah, yeah. like my first real crush that lasted quite a while so ronnie do you have a elementary school crush I did not have one in elementary school. I feel like that when I first became like, like started to have crushes on women, it was like real late in elementary school. You like just jumped school. right to women. You fit for <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right for women. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> no, just the way you said that, it sounded like I didn't even mess with girls. I went right to women. I haven't crushed them. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> Only adults who could drive by the time I was out of elementary school. <laughs> You're like, if you can't drive me to the supermarket to get my favorite 2% white milk. Hey, ask your mom for a phone I number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mom, Ronnie's got a crush on you. <laughs> Can you have your phone number? <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I have to say that I had my first crush and my first heartbreak when I was in elementary school. So picture this. You know, typically, I remember... I, let me just go back to kindergarten real quick and tell you that my first encounters with girls was not a very good one. I grew up on a street with mostly boys. Uh, we had a little gang of boys that, you know, from four or five years old, we were playing outside, playing in each other's yards, you know, you playing with G.I. Joe's, and we were, we, we were a gang. <laughs> yep. You guys grips or gloves? <laughs> <laughs> we, we were neither. We were the poops. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Because we were so little, we still had diapers on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so I remember the first day of school of kindergarten. I'm playing blocks with this other boy. And this girl walks up. And she literally just walks up and knocks over our wood structure. And just says, you boys are stupid and ugly. And then runs away. And that, was my, that was my first encounter <laughs> with girls. And so from that moment, I'm like, girls are stupid. Like, I thought you were going to say that moment on, I fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> no way. She knocked down my structure. You don't mess with my... And that girl <laughs> is my wife. <laughs> uh, but by the time first grade came around, I would say it was towards the end of first grade, and this girl named Alyssa, she just caught my eye. I don't know why. Uh, she just all of a sudden, just the way she ran... You know, when we played tag or kickball or whatever, like she just caught my eye and I was like, all right, I need to talk to her. And the so way she ran. the way she ran, I'm still hooked on that one. Just yeah, like well, just her, her hair is flowing. You know, like you watch Baywatch when you're older. I hadn't watched Baywatch <laughs> yet, but you know, like when they're running and their hair is going in the wind, it was just like that. I was in first grade. All right. I matured early. Get over it. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I had a mustache. I, yeah, I had a mustache and my... My, yeah. Anyway, so we will. I'll stop. Hey, how's it <laughs> hey, going? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> How you doing, Alyssa? Let's talk. Uh, but I remember like talking to her, and like she talked to me back. She was, you know, she would giggle, and you know, most of the time our friends were all around us, and we were all talking together. And I remember, uh, like, I didn't say anything, but I feel like we had a connection. Like we both felt it mutually, like that crush. Well, luck, it was the most unlucky thing in the world because it was like a week before school ended, a week before summer vacation before we realized this. And so I remember us, we rode the same bus, and I remember riding on the bus and her getting off the bus and going into her house and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not going to see her for three whole months. And that felt like an eternity. And I remember like I was depressed like the first few days of summer. Well, of course, then you get into, you know, riding bikes and hanging out with the kids in the neighborhood and, you know, you move on. But when school came back into session for second grade, I saw her and I was like, ooh, we can leave off where we started or we can we can continue from where we started, you know, last or where we left things off the year before. And so I walked up to her thinking, hey, let's keep hanging out. Let's, you know, I like you, you like me. 
And she had this look on her face like I had warts all over me or I was covered in boogers. And she was just like, ew, get away from me. You're ugly and stupid. And then she ran off. And that was the last she ever talked to me. That's rough. Oh, <laughs> that's rough whoa. Brutal. That is painful. Man, that was brutal. And I swore off girls the rest of elementary school. And by the time I got back into that whole girl thing, that's middle school. And that will be saved for another day for the first kiss discussion. Uh, but in elementary school, I was done with girls after that. Like second, the rest of second grade, third and fourth grade, forget it. Girls are stupid. They have cooties. They're ugly. Whatever. Uh, I think at one at one point I I playfully, but maybe a little too seriously choked a girl during recess because she said something to me. Uh, it, and that's all I have to say about that because I don't really remember. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I, I, I blacked out. Wait a second. There's no way <laughs> all we those can just repressed pass over memories are coming to the surface. <laughs> all right. Jeez. I remember in third or fourth grade there was this girl that. That I think she liked me, but you know, like when you're that age, you don't know how to show your feelings towards each other. And so to show me that she liked me, she was super mean to me. And she would always ask me these random questions or make these random comments. And so like I got so fed up that I just kind of, you know, I had watched the Simpsons at this point for multiple seasons and I just kind of did a little Homer Simpson on her and I just, and I grabbed her around her neck and was just like, leave me alone. And I didn't like squeeze. I was like third or fourth grade. I just kind of was like playing around. Well, I did it a little too long. I don't think, I think a teacher came up to us. But <laughs> too long? <laughs> what? Yeah. Because, so, you know, the, the amount of time you did it was okay. So you didn't do it too long? No. It wasn't too long that you know she passed out, but it was long oh, enough that a teacher came up and you know so we she didn't did talk not pass very out, much. Just to clarify, this. no, she did, she did not, not pass choke out. out somebody. <laughs> that is correct, and that's all I'll say about that. Didn't you hit a kid in a parking lot last week? Also, what is happening? <laughs> hey, there are many years between those events, and they are not connected. And that but kid I never is agreed man. to this. This man is a pastor now. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I met Jesus eventually, okay? <laughs> my crazy right days were in I elementary stole her school. Mom's car. Oh Let gosh. me tell you, in elementary school, I cursed like a sailor. Like I said every single curse word in the book when I was in elementary school. I got it out of my system. And I said and did things that, you know, I just kind of sometimes need to pretend like it was Vegas in elementary school because what happens in Vegas <laughs> Stays in Vegas. Vegas. It was like yep, Vegas sure. in elementary school. All right, moving on. We have more stories to share. So, Sheldor, our bro, we're getting to some of the younger folks. So, feel free to feel old whenever you hear some of these stories. Uh, Sheldor said, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I'm the youngest to be answering this. I'm young enough to get very few of the references uh, that you guys mentioned, but old enough that the kids, uh, the, the kids that young didn't have phones. And if they did, they were just flip phones. I don't get why anyone would give a kid that young a phone. That would be playing out. Uh, uh, they would be playing outside with their friends uh, or like me and my friends playing soccer in PE and getting really mad at each other over stupid stuff. These days were way easier. The homework was easy, but tons of it. And no one really gave you any responsibilities. Also, are you guys still friends with anyone from that time of your life? I have a few friends that I've been friends with for 14 years now. Uh, Sheldor, if you are 14, remove, 14 years removed from elementary school, you are definitely too young <laughs> to understand some of the references we mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I am 30 years removed from elementary school. 
27 to 30 years. I'm 37 years old, so yeah. I'm like 27 to 30 years removed. I'm like double the years removed from elementary school as you, Sheldor. But it's all good. We don't, we're not ageist here. We don't judge anyone based on their age. So are any of you guys friends with people from elementary school specifically? Yeah, I still am. Uh, one, of my, one of my best friends, I'm actually still really good friends with him. Um, I think I met him in the fourth or fifth grade. We played on the same basketball team together. Um, when I got married, he was my best man. So, uh, nice. yeah, one of my best friends I, I met back in elementary school when we were just little, you know, two little fat kids with bowl cuts. Oh, bowl cuts. Back in that, the day. That was, <laughs> that was oh, man, we didn't even talk about, we haven't talked about haircuts yet. I had a bowl cut mm-hmm. in middle school, so that was my, but you're you're like seven years younger than me. So yeah, it fits, I'm 31 it, now, so. It fits the time period. So when you had a bowl cut, I was in middle school. So I also had. Now, did you when you had a bowl cut? Did you shave under the bowl all the way, like kind of up, and so your bowl cut kind of went over part of your I'm shaved not. head? Oh man, yeah, that was that. nice. I had that in middle school. That, that is, was nice. Oh that yeah. Reminds me of like uh, Harry and Lloyd from Dumber and Dumber. Oh like, yeah. He's got the hair that just like flops down. <laughs> yeah, that that was it. So when you had a bowl cut, did your mom put a bowl on your head and just cut a circle around your head? No, we went out and paid for that. Oh, gosh, you <laughs> paid for that? Oh, yeah. You poor kid. Just try and make me look like parents. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, please. Oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. I actually had the uh, I had a mushroom cut when I was a kid. What's the difference? Mushroom cut? What's I mean, that's the same thing, right? Well, no, it's not the same thing. Okay. Uh, bowl cut is basically like straight around. Uh-huh. Mushroom cut is kind of parted to the side. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I had gotcha, the mushroom gotcha. cut. Um, that was like when Creed became big and everyone wanted uh, to have okay. a haircut. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, and then I said forget that and just buzzed my hair. From yeah. like, had to have been like fourth grade to like high school. Yeah, nice. When I was in elementary school, I had the the I had spiky hair, like where you put the mousse in your hair and you spike your hair straight up uh, on the top, and then it was shaved on the sides. And I had train tracks going on the side of my head, like the, nice. the steps. Yeah, yeah the that steps. I didn't know what they're called, train tracks or steps. I don't I don't know. I just remember telling my parents once or twice to put those on there. And then I think after a week, <laughs> my dad was like, I can't look at this anymore. And he would yeah. shave my head and make me look like a convict. So that, that was my haircutting days there. Uh, Patrick and Mark, did you, do you guys have any friends from elementary school still? Um, yeah, technically I still do. Um, my friends uh, that I grew up in church with, um, I, I basically started hanging out with them in elementary school. Um, and... I still talk to them and 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 I'm good friends with them on like social media and stuff. Now I live in Virginia. They still live in the New England area, like New Hampshire, Massachusetts. Um, so I don't get to see them as often. Um, but uh, yeah, we do still communicate and uh, and see how each other's doing from time to time. Cool. So yeah. Patrick, is that a no? Oh wait, no, you were homeschooled. No. Never mind. You're still friends with your mom. Oops. You're still friends with your mom, right? I'm still right? friends with your my mom sister, and your dad. Still my your friends, mom, yeah. my dad. <laughs> we are best buds. <laughs> yeah, I don't. By the way, go ahead, Mark. By the way, I was just gonna say. By the way, I just want to remind everyone that Patrick's best friend in elementary school 
now listens to our podcast. Just saying. Hi, Mama Novacell. We love you. <laughs> You're my favorite of Patrick's elementary school friends. His favorite, <laughs> Shyla. <Jeez>. No, <laughs> Shy Sheila. Sheila. <laughs> I haven't tried to say her name in a while. I can now I'm remembering why. Samsonite's way off. Uh, I don't. I have people like I talked to some of the people that I went to elementary school with, but I don't really have a consistent friendship with anybody from elementary school. Nothing against them. They were all cool and fun. I'm definitely not friends with Alicia. Forget her. I don't know what she's up to, but mm-hmm. God bless her. <laughs> Better off without her. She ruined me for a good four years. Anyways, moving on. VP Barnaby Butters, uh, elementary school. This is on the Discord, by the way. He said, I got my first crush my first major surgery, my first, oh, crap, I'm going to die moment, and also the I'm really smart realization. That is also the time when my parents got divorced, my grandma died, my favorite cousins moved to a different city, and I had a friend breakup. Also, I had my first fist fight, uh, my first fight as in fist fight, my first beat up as in I got beat up, but a different fight. Man, that's a lot. (laughs) Whoa. Sounds like a rough school, man. Man, Barnaby Butters. We should have had you as a guest on the elementary school topic discussion. Right out of eight mile. So with all that being said, oh no. Were you gonna say something, Patrick? No, I was just laughing at eight mile. (laughs) Oh (laughs) (laughs) VP Barnaby Butters, eight mile. Uh here's my question, he said. What's your embarrassing and or funny story from elementary school? Mine involves major surgery. And that's all he had to say about that. So he'll have to tell us that on his own some other time. But his his embarrassing slash funny story is major surgery. Do you guys have any funny or embarrassing stories from elementary school? So I have I have a couple. One of them I've, I have I've twelve. Already... <laughs> <laughs> I have a top ten. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Um, no. I have I have a couple of them. I mean, one of them you guys I, we've already talked about on a previous podcast. But just to to wasp, remind, is that the wasp in the mouth? In the mouth? Yeah, yeah. the wasp incident. Yep. Nice. Where I was in front of the entire school and a, a wasp flew into my mouth, and I violently tried to pull it out of my mouth and stomp on it. Logically. Um, yes, while everybody was watching me, um, which was amazing. But the other incident that was kind of embarrassing uh, was um, so I was out on the playground. This was, this had to have been, yeah, it was third grade. Is it where you spent and most of your days chilling out <laughs> max and relaxing? <laughs> cool. Shooting some b-ball outside of the school. Sorry, go ahead. I did not move to Bel Air though. Okay, fair enough. Um, I did not. Um, <laughs> None of those young uh, bucks are going to get any of this. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Sheldor. Hope you find your dad. (laughs) Um, But in any case, um, so I was hanging out on the playground, and uh, we had the way that, like, there was, like, a certain part of the playground where it was, like, these um, almost, like, speaker things where you could, um, it was, like, one side of the playground was a speaker, and the other side of the playground was another speaker. And you could, like, talk back and forth to each other. Uh, um, kind of like yeah. kind of like uh, cans with string back in the day. Yeah, basically, and it was just part of the actual playground thing. Okay. Um, so we were they had like, that at your my, they had that in your playground. You guys had a nice playground. Man, that is nice. 
It's the polar opposite of VP Barnaby Butters. <laughs> <laughs> they and they took one of those speakers out of the ground and beat me with it. No. Whoa, uh, whoa. that got dark real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um yeah, my friends and I were like yelling back and forth at each other. Um, if you're yelling, this, like, what is the point thing. of the phone if you're yelling to each other? <laughs> well, I mean, like, into the, into the speaker thing. We can hear you. You don't have to yell. Sorry. I'll, well, I won't I mean, interrupt you anymore. There was a clear amount of distance. What's last up, time losers? From... <laughs> wow. Oh, Doyle rules. Um, okay. <laughs> no, but some of these kids were kind of screaming, you know, not-so-nice words uh, to each other through the through the speakers and one of the one of the kids that was on the playground went and told a teacher um and because i was part of this group i kind of got looped in with them even though i technically didn't say anything wrong and they were the ones saying bad words somebody said i said something wrong mm. and so you know all of us were immediately in trouble Right. And like instead of standing up to defend myself and say I didn't say anything wrong, what do you... I immediately just boom broke down into tears. Just buckled. This <laughs> nice. is crying yeah. the whole time because like I I hate getting in trouble. Like I mean I can't imagine anybody who loves getting it. Well, I guess there are some people. Getting um, in trouble is my favorite. It's fun getting into trouble. Um, but no, I didn't like getting into trouble at all. Um. So, of course, we got, instead of, you know, you hear people, like, kids getting brought to the, the principal's office. Well, in this case, it was the guidance counselor's office. Um, so, he was basically the, the disciplinarian of, of the school. Um, and so, we, we each got called in um, and had to basically tell our story. Um, and somebody actually stood up for me in the group and was like, no, he didn't say anything. So I, initially I was going to, I thought I was going to get like in big trouble. Like I thought I was going to get suspended or something like that from school, but nope, I got off scot-free nice. and <laughs> I was able to walk out. Um, I just remember like, I, I thought back to that time several times throughout my life and I'm like, you idiot. Why did you not stand up for yourself? Why did you just break down and cry? Hey, it worked. Why don't you start doing that now? Great. Yeah. You're batting a thousand. Yeah, I suppose. So when in doubt, guys, cry. Just cry. Just do some have a good cry. That's a great plan. Patrick, you have a Oh no, go ahead, Ronnie. Uh I don't have any actual like really embarrassing stories. I, I can't remember what grade I was in where I was basically the first kid to the slide at recess and I went down it. And it had rained the day before, so there was that <laughs> hole under the bottom of the slide, like that you like <laughs> fell into, and it was just a pool of water. And you just got so like the whole back water. side of me was completely, <laughs> completely drenched, and it was like right at the beginning of recess. It was terrible. Guys, real quick, a cat just put his head in my window and just scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> it's not your cat. <laughs> it's not my cat. No, I'm just so glad my windows are closed right now because he like shoved his head through the bars, and I thought he was going to come just- through. Oh, I got He's just like, sup, meow. Sorry, I just got scared a second. <laughs> um, I, I Thinking back uh, back to first grade, I remember uh, bringing a gun to school. It what? was like one of those. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. This it podcast was, just oh, turned into a confession. 
it's every got dark week. real quick again. Uh, yeah, it was one of those play guns. Uh, it was like a little revolver, and I had brought it to school, and I had it underneath my desk. And someone had told the teacher that I had a gun, and you know, oh, she no. comes over. She's like, and she's like, "Do you have a, a gun?" And I was like, "And I was like, yeah." And she grabs it, and she's like, "You know, you're not supposed to bring toys to school." She didn't say it was like guns. You know, you're not supposed to bring toys to school. So she's she's like, and uh, you know, she was disappointed or blah blah blah. So in our class, we had an apple tree, and each one had their names on it. And when you do something bad, you know, you get your apple taken down from the tree. And me in first grade, you know, like I was, I was, mm, I was not a, not a good kid, but I wasn't a bad kid, you know, like, (laughs) so when they, when she, she's like, she took the, the apple down, she's like, I'm going to have to take the apple down from the tree. You know, I'm like. Who cares? It's an apple. What the, what, what is, what is, it's Can a I plastic it? apple. You know, it's like one. It's like, oh, oh no. Okay, it wasn't you, even a real apple. <laughs> you, you've hurt me. You've hurt my feelings. Oh good, goodness. Uh, but what oh, goodness. I didn't realize is that when you take the apple down, your parents are called, and I'm like, oh, oh that's so the part I that didn't, didn't understand the consequences of that. Yeah. Oh yeah, so <laughs> it's like who cares? You're Apple, like, what are you whatever. gonna do? Call yeah. my parents? No, not my parents. Like, not yes. my parents. <laughs> it's no, really funny that you say that because I have become like in life, I have the polar opposite of that. So like when I was in school and like elementary school, like kindergarten, first grade, all of them, like I was scared to death to get in trouble. Like I was just like scared to death of authority. Like I completely followed all the rules. Which obviously, like, I don't necessarily do now. I didn't realize the rules didn't matter until I was like later in life. But they're more like <laughs> guidelines, right? <laughs> yeah, now they're just they don't matter. Suggestions. Um, but I was I was like like what Mark was describing, like being afraid to get in trouble. Like I was totally like that. Like I was mm-hmm. like scared to get like a demerit or like a write up or anything. Yeah. So like I followed all the rules like like back in elementary school. Now I remember when I was back in elementary school, one way that they put the fear of God in us was they had a paddle and paddling was still a thing when I was in elementary school. Were you in the sixties? Holy smokes. No. (laughs) 85. I mean, it was the late eighties. Uh, yeah. Late eighties, early nineties. So when I was like in third grade, I was eight, seven or eight years old. And that was 89. They had a paddle. And I remember a kid getting paddled. Uh, I still remember that kid. His name was Manuel, And, uh, he got paddled right in front of us. Like they, they took him to the front and pretty much said, put your hands on the desk. And they, the oh, principal, man. the principal hit him like three times. Was it, I mean, was it like a rough hit or like just kind of a, Hey, I mean, so <laughs> no, it was, I mean, it was the paddle. It had <laughs> holes. It had holes in it. Like they didn't light him it, up like dazed and confused <laughs> style. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. It was not that hardcore, but it was like it put the fear of God in all of us. Like he's the only one that I remember ever getting paddled in the school while I was there. Um, but yeah, punishment was a real deal. Um, you know, and I was kind of like you, Ronnie. Like I was afraid of breaking the rules big time. And yep. uh, I was also like you, Mark, um, that there were occasions that I turned on the waterworks um, not to manipulate the situation, but because I was just so overcome with emotion, I was so like upset that I just had to cry. Like my son is the same way now. Like he will cry over spilt milk. He's just like, 
you you know it just it doesn't take much sometimes i remember in fourth grade the teacher pretty much drilled into our heads that shut up was a cuss word like it was a curse word now at that time in my life in private and with close friends i already mentioned this i cussed like a sailor like i said all the words because i had watched all kinds of inappropriate movies as a kid and i had friends that also said stuff and you know so my my vocabulary was very colorful at that time yet for whatever reason when i was around authority i would get very scared and very afraid and so when she taught us that shut up was a curse word or was a bad thing to say it just got ingrained in my head and i remember being on the playground in this little girl that looking back i'm pretty sure she was a hobbit cuz she was she was like <laughs> she came up she was so short and she came up to my shoulders but you know kind of like uh you know sometimes people when they're lacking in strength they're lacking in size they'll compensate with attitude and this girl she was fiery like she had a mouth on her and i remember on the playground she told me to shut up like at the top of her lungs in a bunch of a, in front of a bunch of kids and my reaction was to cry. Like, I cried. <laughs> it was like, I'm going to tell the teacher you told me to shut up. Like, I didn't know what to do, and I just panicked. It was so embarrassing, and I felt like a big <laughs> idiot. And I'm pretty sure my friends made fun of me after that for a good, a good few months. Like, you cried because of a girl, Lucas. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what happened. I just, it's just what happened. But my most embarrassing story uh, I actually wanted to share when we talked about sports, when we talked about our backyard sports talk, um, but I didn't bring it up then. I was hoping we would talk about elementary school because uh, I don't know, you know, as we talked about, we played in different little leagues and that kind of stuff. Well, when I played in the very early little leagues in fourth grade, um, I was the right field outfield kid uh, that was picking flowers, hanging out. The ball never came out there. So I was hanging out there, and I remember one time um, I was, you know, daydreaming, thinking about life, you know, and doing nothing because the ball was never going to come my way. And all of a sudden, I, I needed to fart. I just needed to let <laughs> – I mean, I'm just going to say it plainly. I needed, to, I needed to let something loose. I was by myself, and I was like, you know what? I can just let it loose. Nobody's going to hear me or see Story you know. turn. Yeah. Oh no. And so I feel it. I feel the the urge and I I give it a little nudge. And it <laughs> it was not just it was a nudge too much. It was a nudge too much cuz <laughs> it was not just air that came out. Oh no. In right field, I poop oh. my pants. <laughs> Now, at that time, I was so glad that I was still a tidy whitey kid, but it slapped the back of my tidy whities <laughs> Oh, no. And you know how many outs there were? There was one out. One and, you know, and you know what happened not long after that? They hit the ball my way. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just having to, I'm just having to like, kind of play it cool it wasn't a hard hit it was kind of easy so I just kind of had to take a <laughs> few steps forward and throw the ball back in but I was praying I was just like God I need I need outs because I need to take care of this did you have white <laughs> baseball pants because I feel like you've got a see no right through. we did not thank the Lord we, we had oh, dark gray they were dark gray <laughs> baseball pants and they were not like skin tight on us I mean we were in elementary school they were very loose fitting but thankfully like I said I had tidy whities so it all kind of was contained 
But after we got our three outs, I ran immediately to the bathroom. I was like, Coach, uh, I can't go up to bat. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I just I did what I could to clean it up, and then I went back uh, to the game. But that was very embarrassing. <laughs> and you will, you will be happy to know I did not – you were one of the few people that I've told this story to. I've told a few people, close people in my life, like best friends and, you know, youth group, you know, camp stories and that kind of stuff. But it's been a select few that have heard this story. So there it and is. Now you've announced it on a podcast. Announced it on the podcast for all to hear my embarrassing elementary school story. That is easily my most embarrassing <laughs> elementary school story. Uh, Duncan Rogers wanted to share his most embarrassing elementary school story, but it's not exactly what you might think. He had this to say on Facebook. He said, I once got suspended for holding an elementary school hostage. And then he said, it's a long story. If you call me, I can tell it. Well, we got this thankfully early enough that we actually said, hey, Duncan, you can call and leave a voice voicemail and tell us your story live for everyone to hear. And so we have Duncan Rogers in our first voicemail to tell us his embarrassing story of how he held an elementary school hostage. Hey, good morning, guys. It's uh, Duncan Rogers. So I saw your post about elementary school, and so I thought I'd probably tell you guys a story about me. Uh, the thing that triggered or kicked us off was uh, going to the principal's office. Uh, I realized this happened more in freshman year. This was when I was about 14, so not really elementary school. But I actually got suspended for 10 days and arrested for holding an elementary school hostage. So it kind of ties in there. So the story is I grew up in Fairfield. Um, the elementary school that lived close or that was close to my house was Fairfield North Elementary. It's right off of uh, Millican Road. I had a friend that lived right next to that house. The, uh, or right next to that school, his house was his yard was literally right up against the uh, elementary school. So I was in a high school band at the time with this guy, and every day after school I'd walk to his house. It took me about 30 minutes to get there. And my sister had got a plastic gun that was bright orange and it shot darts. So you kind of shoot it up against walls and windows and stuff, and it sticks to it. So what happened is I would, I grabbed that gun and I decided to walk to my friend's house. Anytime I walked to his house, I'd cut across the field and cut across the school parking lot because it was a lot faster than taking the road all the way down and then walking down the road. It cut about 10, 15 minutes out of my time. So I did it like I did any other day. So as I was walking to this school, uh, there was a guy that I saw that I knew from uh, high school. He was there. I stopped to talk with him. He was picking his sister up. And I went to my friend's house, and him and I played with the gun. Uh, you know, we shot it up against the wall, whatever. Then we walked to our other buddy's house where we had band practice. So this was at about 5 p.m., and my dad came storming downstairs and was screaming and cursing at me, and I had no idea what I'd done. I got in the car. He pretty much yanked me by the neck, took me to the car, and asked me why I was holding a school hostage. And I had absolutely no clue what he was talking about. Apparently, two sheriff cars went to my house looking for me because they saw the orange gun and thought it was a real gun. They put the school on lockdown. They called in the Hamilton SWAT team. 
as well as they had a helicopter oh flying over Fairfield North Elementary looking for me. Um, I went to court. The judge actually laughed when he heard the case and said it was the most ridiculous thing ever, but this was in the time of Columbine and post-9-11. Yeah, I got eight hours of community service from the courts. Then I went back to school and got 10 days of out-of-school suspension, uh, all for walking across a parking lot and taking a plastic orange toy gun that shot darts to a friend's house. So that is my story. Uh, not really elementary school, but involved in elementary school. So love the podcast. Keep it up, guys. Man, he just that topped all of our stories. Unfortunate. <laughs> 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 horribly unfortunate and hilarious at the exact wow, same time. That is crazy. Are, are there guns that are orange that somebody would mistake that for a real gun? Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. I was like, what kind of sheriffs are like orange guns? Call it in. Yeah, Lockdown. It was a weird time. Call the I mean, SWAT team. SWAT Apparently. teams, helicopters. You know, oh my, that's that sounds like it's a GTA. Uh, like a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he got a five star yeah, five star real fast <laughs> tanks came rolling around the corner it's <laughs> yeah. crazy but he said it was like 5 p.m so uh i don't know how like he was like so close to a, a school that they had to shut it down and how loud were these guns i mean he yeah, said a shot school darts. gets out like earlier than that was he holding them hostage for like two hours <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand how you hold someone hostage when you walk through a parking lot. Like, maybe if he stuck around and he had the gun, well, but he just walked through the parking lot and left, and he was holding it hostage somehow. He's like walking menacingly. Uh, I think it's just because they had to put him on lockdown and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, man. I guess, I guess yeah. Crazy. Like he said, it was like around Columbine and nine eleven. So yeah, you know, I yeah. guess there was heightened <clears throat> police officers during that. Yeah, time. I guess so. Did you guys ever get in, to kind of wrap things up, did you guys ever get in really big trouble when you were in elementary school? Did you ever make your mom mad, not. Patrick? I was, I was too scared. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was, I was, a, I was a saint in, in homeschool. Uh-huh. And, Mark, you, <laughs> you already Sheila, mentioned make your, sure you post that that's not true. Yes, please. <laughs> please tell us a story. We know you have stories. Oh, my mom has a lot of stories. A lot. Well, the last question I wanted to ask, and we can just mention this real quick, is when you were in elementary school, what did you want to be when you grew up? I think that kind of shows where we were at that time. I wanted to be an archaeologist, thanks to Indiana Jones and how awesome dinosaurs were and are. Plus, you get one of those huge whips. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. Awesome. I wanted to be a police officer. I wanted to be a baseball player. I wanted to be a cartoonist. Nice. Well, guys, it's been really fun talking about elementary school. I'm sure if we really wanted to, we could like have an episode about each grade and talk about, well, maybe not Patrick. He'd be like, so then my mom and I studied science and... <laughs> Shut up. Love you, Patrick. <laughs> uh, but you, you are listeners. Feel free to connect with us on Discord and uh, on Twitter at the GMG Podcast. Write us on our email, um, the GMG, the Good Morning Guys at Gmail dot com. And like Duncan did, you can call us nine two nine GMG Guys. Uh, feel free to share with us your elementary school stories. 
uh, what you wanted to be when you grew up, uh, any embarrassing stories. We'd love to hear about it, talk about it, laugh about it. It would be awesome. Well, uh, do we have any last-minute thoughts? Music, maybe, from elementary school. Of course, your music from elementary school would be my music from middle school, probably. But what do you got for us, Mark? Yeah, so for this week's uh, Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist Edition, which, by the way, you can uh, search us out. Uh, find the Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist on Spotify. And thanks to uh, Barnaby Butters, it is now on iTunes as well. So yeah. Yeah, big thanks yeah, to he him is the man, as dude. well. Yeah. Um, so uh, basically I went through and picked some songs that were popular when I was in elementary school. Um, and, and so can't wait to hear uh, this. Actually, yeah. So I actually picked five songs instead of the normal three this time. I think we should try and uh, guess one of the bands you have first. Everybody go around with their guess. Okay. Okay. Go for it. I'm going with Hanson. They are not on the list. Mm, okay. In sync. They are also not on the list. Oh, snap. Um, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> also not on the list. What is uh, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls? Who's that? TLC. TLC. Also not on the list. Dang it. <laughs> you, got, you got Backstreet on there at least? No, no Backstreet. Oh, hmm. man. man. Fuji's. Okay. Strumming my pain with... No, not that at was all. A, that was a middle school song for me. Yeah. No, no, not on all the right. list. All right, what do you got? Although a good song. Um, so the list for this week is uh, No Rain by Blind Melon. Okay. Nice. Definitely middle school. Yep, Blind Melon. Um, Ooh, Nirvana. Nope, there's no Nirvana on here. Um, there's uh, Don't Turn Around by Ace of Bass. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I saw the sign. That's another favorite Ace of Base of mine, also middle yes. school. Um, there's a song called uh, Roll to Me by Del Amitri, which you've, I don't know. You've probably heard it. You just don't know the name of the song. Look around your world, world pretty, pretty baby. Is yep. it Alfred? Yep, yeah. that's it. You hold it a Yep. Patrick knows it. I'm the wrong, wrong situation. situation. Right, right guy. Wrong me. <laughs> and that's probably going to sound way off, and that's okay. It's all uh, good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Roll to Me uh, is on there. Uh, Oasis's Wonderwall. Oh, I was going to guess Oasis. That was also <laughs> that's good, good stuff. middle school Which for me, too. Was like in. Now, uh, I'll touch back on this in high school was like the song to learn on guitar because it is really simple to learn um but it was the the cool song to learn and play in high school but more on that at a later podcast um and <laughs> for the last edition wannabe by the spice girls oh man spice i want a hat i want a hat i want a hat i want to really really win on lucas what did they have when you were in middle school <laughs> When I was in middle school or elementary school? Was that like or in elementary school? Was that when like Elvis Presley was big? Oh. <laughs> hey Hey-o. Burn. <laughs> no, I seem to remember in elementary school, I remember Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer. Um, I remember. Oh, what a great time to be alive. I know. It was a great time. Ah, what else? Michael, Michael Jackson. 
Yeah, I mean Michael Jackson yeah, was all that stuff. he was he had yeah. been around for a time, but yeah, I remember listening to uh, actually I, I remember listening to a lot of um, ah what I'm I'm blanking on my my music like my my neighbor uh, he had a lot of uh, music that was was no was like uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut your face <laughs> was uh, like shut uh, up <laughs> <laughs> I mean mid eighties rock it was like uh, poison or poison. Uh, what was uh, the rose? Every rose has its thorn. Every poison. rose has its thorn. It was Brett Michaels. That? It was a good one. It was That's Brett also Michaels. Poison. He was with yeah, poison. I thought. Was that poison? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So this music like that, like poison, and I'm blanking on all my bands. I should have looked it up for the music, but yeah, I'll, okay. I'll accept the middle school songs. Those are still good. All right. Well, that's all for this good morning. Uh, if you'd like, feel free to leave us a positive but honest review on iTunes. If you have a couple minutes to spare some time, we are still three reviews away from me doing something crazy, but the only way to find out what that crazy thing is is to get us up to 15 total reviews. And remember to join us in future episodes, connect with us as a community, uh, check out the show notes. It has all our information about uh, our handles on Twitter, Discord, email, all that stuff that I mentioned before. And uh, beyond that, we look forward to talking at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we have a night of improv and do an episode unscripted. It could be cool, it could be crazy, or something in between. You're just going to have to listen and find out. So Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J., you listeners, our friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Juti ubenez y au revoir, mon ami. Dude, we literally never have any clue what's about to come out of Lucas's mouth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that was... Well, Nails a kid in the parking lot, strangled a girl this week. Like, what the heck, man? I'm a man Dude, that, of many faces and many lives. That was some so bastardized form of fracas at the end. <laughs> what's that, Mark? I said, well, that was some bastardized form of French at the end. You know I always bring it, buddy. I always bring it. At least I had that au revoir and mon ami at the end. I thought that was nice. Yes. Yeah, the God bless you in French was really hard. It was like, Jouti boubinez or something like that. I felt like Joey saying that one. Je Yeah, I love Joey and his French. Oh, the foof.